Nope. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, people? What's happening, people? What's going on? What's going on? It's another week, case. We're back, baby. Yeah, we're back, boy. And I tell you, it's looking very interesting this week. Yeah, man. You know, we got something special for you, people. We got a guest in the building. Yo. Ishmael Fontaine, what's going on, brother? I'm here, you know, just looking at the blue sky, thinking I can't wait for the feds to say you can't go outside no more. I for them to be outside. Well, feds are just gonna be, yo, it's gonna be mad, and it's not gonna be my fault. That's why I'm gonna be the most here. Yeah, man, guys don't have no manners in these streets. Oh, it's happening. It's all happening all over. Yeah, man, week five, them man there with Greg and Case, man. We're back for you, on time, all the time, as always. Let's just jump straight into it, man. Let's go. It's like, you know, there, there might not be no basketball here, but in Australia, they're cooking, you know. Oh, I'm hearing the rumors that's going on around there. Quite a shock, to say the least. Yeah, um, for those of you who are unaware, uh, Lamelo Ball's been playing in Australia this past season, and he's only gone and done a thing, you know. He's bought the team with his manager that he's been playing for this past season, the Illawarra Hawks. Bro, that, that, that's big moves, you know. No, that's big news. Ishmael, what do you think? Um, I'm I'm not going to give him any props for it because it probably wasn't his idea, but I'm happy for him. That's a good thing to do with your money. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, um, it's, not, it's not his idea. It probably was yeah, his idea. Yeah, it's not his idea. None of this has been his idea. None of this has been his idea. If... if, if he, he wanted to play basketball. His parent, his dad was the was was the guy. Then he met some other people that ended up not being the guy. Now he's in Australia, and now someone else has told him what to do. None, none of this is his idea. So yeah. I'm happy for him because whatever's happened has gone through the right channels, and he's actually doing something really positive. But in the same right. breath, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be like oh because he's the face. Everyone's gassed about it. No, it's Illuminati. Someone else has been telling Every, what to everything do. has people in the background, doesn't it? But then that means he's no matter what we think of his dad and the people that have been pulling the strings, he's for the most part had the right people around him. Like for the uh, boy, I fully agree. But but the way his dad gets slated, the way people slate his father, he should get more props. His dad should get more props with what's going on right now. His dad gets zero. He gets less than zero. On a career aspect, in terms of off the ball, off the court, they're definitely in terms of that. But on the floor, on when it comes to basketball, late in terms of his career, not so much. Yeah, I mean, but off the court is basically what his dad is. His dad can't. His dad never played no ball, so <laughs> you're only yeah. slating everything he ever did. If you think about it, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, you know, people are slating him because of the personality, not not because of any moves he's made. You know, he's, no. he comes across arrogant. Of course, he's arrogant. You know. But they, as a, but they hit him, they hit, they get at him as a dad. Yeah, he's a jerk. But the, Michael Jordan was a jerk, right? He was. Hey, he still is. <laughs> have you, how, however you want to see it. But <laughs> in the same breath, he's genuinely loved, despite yeah. his jerkness. I feel yeah. like people are attacking. The, the Bulls father as a I've met the guy as a dad you're, you're, you're attacking him as a dad and that's different like that's a spit in the face yeah, yeah people, people get carried away with it and for, for context like um, 
he did bring a team here. He's in last season or a couple seasons ago when um, Lamelo and Leangelo were playing in Lithuania for Vitas. Um, so there are a number of people in the UK that have come across this guy, and he's no buffoon, you know. No, he's very smart, and I, I've, I've spoken to him. He's, he's a good guy. Don't get me wrong; he is arrogant and all that stuff. But listen, a lot of people are like that. It, it doesn't it doesn't take away from what he's done for his boys. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he did that. It goes down, he did. It goes down. It goes down to people's uh, perception, personal perception. So your opinion or, or someone else's opinion definitely might not match up, but. From your eyes and what you see, and you you seem different to someone else's. Yeah, agreed. But you know, you never want to make an assumption that someone's a bad father. You know, especially when Jeremy Carl's out there. You watch Jeremy Carl, then you you. <laughs> so if I call someone, a, if I call someone a bad father, who am I comparing him to? When he's got them playing professional basketball, he's got them out of a system that was exploiting them. They live exactly. in a massive house. They they've never gone hungry. Who am I comparing him to? It's yeah. a very, very crazy thing to think, you know? Yeah, man. And you know, the people that don't like um, LeVar Ball, they didn't grow up watching wrestling. I can tell you now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, just don't like the, they just don't like the brashness. Yeah, man. You know how people cultivate a persona and they ride it till the wheels fall off. Like, you know, that's what it is. All he's done is made sure you're always thinking about that name, the Ball name. That's Ball. Yeah. Good or bad as well. It's an aggressive media approach, you know what I mean? So if it works for him, it works for him. There's nothing you can say about that. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I actually loved how he would say, my son's going to do this, my son's going to do that. I liked it because actually his son reacted pretty well if, despite the fact that he was on a losing team. I think he, like I, when I watched his son play, I think he's, he's actually one of the most improved players in the NBA, three-point shooting-wise. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's li- that's literally all people could say about him. He guarded people ninety four. He played like he had a chip on his shoulder. He didn't play like he came from privilege. He played like a street dude. He guarded people ninety four feet. He was dunking on people. He was making correct plays. He wasn't shooting twenty times a game. Like he looked good his first year. He looks even better now. So it's funny. I liked it. I really enjoyed how. Okay, how so are we saying this deal? Are we saying this deal? This Australian club deal is it absolutely one hundred percent dumb? Because there's rumors. Yeah, it's not hundred percent dumb, but they're, you know, this is where the direction they're taking it to to purchase the club. And think about it: like Australian basketball is no small thing. No, it isn't. But and, I mean, I read something obviously saying that the deal's not done. It's uh. Why, where they're saying Jermaine Jackson saying that is completed, uh, the current owner, which is uh, remind me, correct me if you is it Simon Stratford, the current owner. Uh, the, that's the name uh, I saw. Yeah. yeah, he's still in control of the club and stuff like that. But I, but there's rumours having that there was like a uh, the way they were doing it, it was like some uh, manoeuvre to get more money for the actual deed itself. Well, of course, it's business, man. If you can get more money, try and get more money. But it's like it's the same as. Um, the Manchester Giants deal in the BBL, like you've got major investors, and you've got completed. a number of minor, minor, minor investors. You get me? Mm, 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 mm. So the major investor is like, I'm selling no matter what. You minor Don't guys, me. get your money. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get mine. I tell you that, man. I'd love to own a, own a basketball team. I'd be amazing. I mean, he's yeah, perfect. That is, I know my personality, and I'd want to be hands-on. So I want to make sure that by the before I'm able to do such a thing, I need to know everything about running the basketball club. You get me? Yeah, of course. But I mean, in the sense, yeah. if he's, he's looking to get drafted this year, you know what I mean? So what, what involvement would we say he's going to have in that club? Like, really? 
He's gonna have zero involvement. That's what I'm saying. It's not like some massive thing. He's got a set of people behind him telling him what to do. He's not gonna have any involvement in what's going on. That's what I'm trying to say. He's gonna no way he's behind it and his money be, behind it. He's not gonna be playing 82 games a season and running the club hands on. Although technically it'll be happening in the NBA off season, so he's gonna show face in that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's some talk about him going there and doing some camps and stuff like that. Apparently, he's got a big inf- influence in the community in, in, in that part of Australia. So, he, he'll be around in such sense to obviously be that face and that franchise, uh, that franchise look. So, um, I mean, we'll see what happens. Isn't it? How many, how many, when Luar then got drafted, he did one camp a year? Or am I wrong? No, no, you're right. From what I do, yeah. He did one camp a year. Yeah. Which was great. But it's it's not it wasn't really impacting the community of basketball. It was just having a, a highlighting the most elite players at that time. Yeah, so that's correct. So, Absolutely. So I don't know how that really really helps. Like I don't super 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 understand how that helps. But you know, Australia is a different market to Britain, so it might it might be a different situation. Yeah. Is Lamelo going number one? Yes. Oh. Is he number one? <laughs> He's going to the. He's going number one. Not he's, true. The, he's going number one because he's he, like there's there's a couple of teams that could that that first of all could use him in a way of not just playing wise but in popularity wise. If if Golden State get the number one pick, he won't go number one. But if Golden State don't get the number one pick, he will go number one. Period. I think absolutely, and they do have a very good chance of having the number one pick this year. Exactly. That's the like, and that's the only issue. Like, if Golden State go number one, I don't see Lamelo getting picked. But if they, because Stephen Curry's not playing the two, and I watched Lamelo, I watched Lamelo play live, and while he was in Australia, he can't play off the ball. So that's the only thing I'd say. He's like Stephen Curry is not playing the two, and they, they, might, they might draft him and sixth man him. You know, like put him in a sixth or seventh man role behind Curry in those positions and in those minutes where they're on the floor together Curry has shown that he can play the two for 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 the Spurs for um for the Golden State when yeah at Golden State this system wouldn't I don't think he could come off the bench you need someone that is a pass first player because you need to get a different look when someone comes off the bench as a six man when in, at the Clippers when when Lou comes off the bench as a six man that's something that Beverly can't give them yeah. So when they're la- when they're lacking offense, Lou comes in. Beverly doesn't give them offense. Lou does. They lose a little bit of defense, but they still got Kawhi and George on the floor at the same time. Now you've got even more offense. So it's like I don't see it happening. I don't see him coming off the bench for the Golden State Warriors. Well, let me tell you why Lamelo is likely to be the number one pick in the NBA draft, regardless. There's a lot of scouts and executives that are a little bit scarred by the fact that they overlooked uh, Luka Doncic the way they did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what they're going to be thinking is anybody that's been clo- that's been playing against grown-ass men and showing the business, they've got to take him early. Yeah. I agree. But, uh, Luka Doncic is a different animal, man. Only one team could have drafted him before before um, the Mavericks, right? No, two. Oh, who, who overlooked him? Um, Phoenix, I think. And oh. Atlanta. I understand why Phoenix overlooked him, but I don't understand why Atlanta overlooked him for Trey. That made no sense. Um, 
but Luka Doncic is a different animal. Like Luka Doncic could play for the Golden State Warriors and help them right now. Uh, there's no team in the NBA that he wouldn't improve straight away. Ho ho hey ho ho hey ho! I don't know that one. Bro, I said what I said, bro. I know, bro. I know. Lake show, Lake show don't need that man right now. We don't need him shooting twenty nine percent. We don't need that. Lake show don't need anybody, but he'll definitely make them better. Like imagine him at the one. Oh, we don't need it. We got Bron. What do you mean? Have you have you seen Luka Doncic's percentages? Saying, but, they, but why why is Bron at the one? Because they ain't got nothing else. They've been talking about you know before the trade deadline they were talking about getting another playmaker because they ain't got that. They were talking about getting a scoring playmaker. That's the issue. They got playmakers, and also what people don't do a lot. What people don't really do is give constru- constructive criticism to what LeBron James does. When LeBron James had a really bad team, well, they say they had a really bad team. It was it, the G, the, he did have a bad team. Don't get me wrong, but he has to dominate the ball. On this team, you don't need to dominate the ball, but he still does. Um, he's never been on a team where he's don't need to dominate never the ball. had to be the main guy providing. He's never been on that team. Mario Chalmers. <sighs> the, the problem with having a guy like Mario Chalmers running the point for you on a on a team like that with LeBron is. He's not enough of a scoring threat that you have to pay that much attention to him. They can still load up on LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that if Doncic is running your point. Yes, you listen. If, if, if you've got an issue, right? With like Doncic, one one thing I love about Doncic, yeah, my favorite thing about Doncic, he, he is so amazing in the pick and roll. So what you're trying to say is Doncic is going to play pick and roll basketball, right? Who, who else is going to touch it if Doncic plays pick and roll? That's an AD. You say right. that, right? Is this man not averaging damn near 10 assists? In the NBA, that means nothing. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is the greenest player I've ever seen play basketball. And he had averaged a triple-double. The NBA assist does not mean nothing, bro. It means less than nothing to me. Luka Doncic even said himself, oh, it's easy to get assists here and there. The game's a bit more easy. The game's more spread out. He just keeps the ball. Whoever just keeps the ball and doesn't keep it moving will have the most assists. And that's what LeBron James is doing. I'd love to see it personally. I want to see Luka Doncic on a team like... I think he has to be on a team that has a good system, like a Spurs. That's where we'll see the best Luka Doncic. Ooh. Yeah, that would be a bit mad still. Because you ain't got jump shooters taking 50 dribbles. You know, because what you're saying, what you're, what you, when you look at Luka Doncic's team right now, effectively, you've got Luka Doncic, you've got um, Pazingas, and a bunch of people that catch and finish. That's what you have. That's what you have. I mean, listen, it's not like there's guys on there that can't make plays. Normal power can make plays. It's just that, again, do you have to? The, the, the more you simplify the game for some of these guys, the better they get. I'm telling you, I know Noel Powell from his days at IMG. He has not got better. <laughs> yeah? He got taller and he understands his role completely. There's no way you're throwing that ball to him in the block to go against anybody. I'm telling you that right now. I'll tell you that for free. He's a good player. He can catch and finish. Catch and shoot. Pick and pop. Pick and roll. But there's no way you're going, hey, man, uh, get, this, get this ball in the block and go to work. Never in a million. With his dusty, with that dusty hook that he's had since 2007. No way, no way, no way. Uh, nah, bro. You had it here first. You had it here first. 
I think I think we're all consensus that Lamelo is the likely number one pick, and big up to him, big up to you know the vault ball. I think some people need to start putting a little bit more respect on his name as a father. You might not like his character, I certainly don't, but let's not disrespect the man. Agreed. All right, so there's there's something that happened this week, or oh, something that I saw this week on the timeline that really pissed me off in a way that I haven't felt pissed off in a long time. I seen um. I can't remember if I sent this to you, Case. It was some some kid on Twitter talking about um, should China have to pay compensation to the rest of the world for unleashing COVID nineteen. Let me tell you something. I saw that, and my mind immediately went to one place. I don't know if you guys are on the same page with me here, bro. I said you gotta give Africa some peace first. If you're going, we're gonna you. hurt them. Africa needs some paper. And the Caribbean needs some paper, and India needs some paper because this dude starved a bunch of them and killed them in the Second World War. I'm not trying. Listen, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not saying that. We're talking. Are we talking about reparations? With no shit like that. You're literally talking about reparations with all your chest. Hey, hey, let's not even get into it. Hey, like, British Empire went around raping and pillaging. I hope my checks in the mail, bro. Sense, I say that bro. right now. I'm not for a Caribbean. I need two of them right now. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, but what is it? They've got a, a, a lawsuit filed for twenty trillion dollars. Did I say that number again? Twenty trillion dollars lawsuit filed by a Larry Clayman. Can I ask you a question, bro? Go for it. How many zeros is that? Bro, I don't even know because you know what? That's not even a number that you see normally in your lifetime. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Like I've but, never seen that number in my life. Twenty trillion dollars, brother. You can't. So th- th- there's a lot surrounding this, isn't it? Obviously, saying should China pay be responsible and stuff like that. And there is some valid points in sense of like they, there's alleged that they've they've known about it and they've tried to cover it up, put it down as uh, a common pneumonia, which it wasn't. You know what I mean? They've silenced people and stuff like that. But to say that they, they they're fully responsible, I don't know. I don't know if that's the uh, the correct. That's that's Remember? not even my argument, case. That's not even my argument. Even if they are, who are you to tell anybody how to act? Yeah. No, and you're right with that. And you're right with that. You know what I mean? You know how it is. Everyone's gonna conspire, and they're gonna have their own theory, and people are gonna think this is what it is, and this is what it is. But you know, at the end of the day, it's it's an opinion, isn't it? <laughs> the hypocrisy, you know? though. It's 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's just basically like It's just the ignorance That you think you're entitled to something Because of something someone else did to you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, It's not affected generations yet No We're talking about something Like, we're, like when you talk about reparations you got to talk about Wiping out families Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's how many black Americans That don't know where they originate from they, yeah. you, want them to, you want them to pay $60 And spit in a cup You're joking you're joking. If you think any, if anything's coming to you, you think someone's paying you. Hey, let me, let me. You know what? That's the title of this episode here. Them hypocrites there. <laughs> <laughs> Straight hypocrisy. But I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, it, should we go through the rap sheet, bro? Oh, I, I, oh mate. <laughs> like, let's just start with the obvious one. Like, just off the slave trade, yeah? I need to... That alone, I need you to come off 10 trillion. Come off that money straight. If we say that there's, um, let's call it a billion black people on this planet, yeah, in Africa. So 10 trillion is what per? That's 10,000 per? Yeah. Light work. 
Okay, we're not done yet. Colonialism. How long did that last? Jesus. <laughs> He's going deep now. <laughs> no, we got to, bro. And it's not just Africa because they went to India and then places there. They went to the Caribbean, United States, South America a little bit, bro. They went wild with it. Australia. Everywhere. Bro, they made a whole continent of prison. Yeah. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that the Aborigines weren't even identified as human beings until 1967. Let's not forget that either. That's they, they weren't human beings until 1967. I, I don't even need a fact check for that. That's you just actually had them running around, just people in it. There's, there's not even yeah. like a, not even a race. Just there's there's some there's something running around in Australia. <laughs> Yo, they used to get they they used to hunt them. Like it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Obviously let, let me get those crown jewels back while we're at it as well. Hey, the, the queen. I'm hey. I can't wait to hear what this woman has to say, you know. I can't wait. Uh, I, I'm gonna read it. I don't wanna hear her voice with her nice teeth. I don't wanna hear her voice. I'm gonna read it. Hey. I'm gonna read the entire thing. I don't wanna hear what she has to say. I don't wanna talk with her little voice. Like no. that's, 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 that's an op right there, you know. Yo, she was, bro, as soon as coronavirus hit, she went to the Caribbean. How much you want to bet? There was no cases. She was out of here. Because obviously, Dominica and a lot of places, that they just became independent from the Commonwealth. When you look yeah. at the Commonwealth, oh my days. Big surrounding that was, that's a massive surrounding. How many Pacific Islands have that little Union Jack in the corner, bro? You the flags you actually see now are kind of made up of the Union Jack in different sorts. Mate, it's crazy. Bro, these men went everywhere and didn't give a fuck. They didn't care, bro. They didn't care. Is it real life monopoly that was? Real life monopoly. But what's what's scary is the education of the populace here, where they can spout something so ridiculous in the context of reparations they don't even realize what they've done as a as a as a race do you know what i'm saying most most black people most afro-caribbean people most people of color under color understand their culture depth in depth but you come to like anglo places and they don't understand their culture in depth when i lived in germany they understood their culture in depth yeah they understood exactly what they did in world war ii yeah do you know why because it's shoved in their face relentlessly yeah, some of them I think it's some some of the German countries they don't like talking about it per se. Um, no, they, they you go you go to Bavaria and they they're very open about how bad how bad it was, and they're still, yeah. they're still paying for it. They feel like they're still paying for those crimes today, you know. Um, mm. But you come here and you get you got people telling you, oh, I didn't know. Well, I didn't know that Barclays was was was, was Barclays Barclays and that West right. Um, were built through the slave trade. That's yeah, why Jay- yeah. yeah. Remember when Jay Z op- was opened the Barclays Center? Jay Z took heat for that because of the slave trade, right? The reparation. There was British people here that owned slaves, and when slavery was abolished, the British people here had to give up their slaves, and they got they got compensation for it. Like, this is how ridiculous the whole situation is, right? So World War One and World War Two. The German economy was crippled by the kind yeah, of penalties that were made to pay. Pay out! <laughs> we have to pay out! 
bro. When I say the economy was crippled, I'm not playing games. Like they ran it into the ground, right? For something that you know lasted a handful of years, killed millions of people. Yes, I get it. But because it affected Europeans, they wanted that money. They paid out what? Nearly what? Sixty billion combined. Think about it. This was in the tens and forties, bro. Yeah, sixty billion combined. But when you had slavery lasted hundreds of years, brother, hundreds of years, there are people alive now, one generation or less removed from a slave in their family. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And what's even more scary is they act like it doesn't exist. That's the big diff. That's the that, big that, issue. Yeah. That's the, that's the bad thing of it all. Like it doesn't exist. Haiti, no. Haiti are still paying France for freeing themselves. Imagine, yo, that was the wildest thing, you know. <laughs> Haiti is still paying France for freeing themselves. What are we, where are we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about here? That that whole island of Hispaniola with Haiti and the DR, like, is it? Oh my God, like if you, look at, if you look at look that like image, draw a line, you know which one's Haiti. You don't even have to guess, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's bad. Bro, it look dusty. It's crazy. What can you do? So, yo, bro, let me see one more of you, man, chatting that wet. Because I, I was I was about to go off. I just had to hold myself back. I was like, nah, I can't be out here arguing with these men. They don't understand. Yeah. Well, it will ruin your day as well. Because you'll be talking to an ignoramus that you can't you can't see. And you probably just got a picture of a sheep or something. So you get stressed. <laughs> you know when you're arguing with a Twitter egg, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's love. But yeah, um people come on now let's just <laughs> you want to blame china for something you can blame china for a lot but chill out speaking of ignoramuses i like that word ish trust me i, I see you going back and forth with one or two man on the timeline yourself i do that i have to i have to make sure they have, but i don't do it for them i want everyone to know where i'm coming from yeah um, that's true i do that sometimes i try not to but once it's in a while not, you come across that one where you're like, nah, I'm not letting you get away with this one. Yeah, I'm not. You're not about to retweet rubbish on my timeline. No, I see it a lot. I have to do. I have to do it for them. I have to let them know what time it is. Yeah, man. One, I think your topic of the moment right now is this 5G conspiracy. Yeah, that's you know what. Yeah, let's no, no it's, You know what? You can start on this one. Start on this one, it's, because like for me, like I said, the amount of things that I'm hearing is absolutely is, is a lot of ridiculousness. So the first thing I did, the first thing I did when I I read about 5G was check what what radiation's harmful. That's the first thing I did. Yep. I didn't type 5G in because that's a very you you end up getting googling a bunch yep. of things of, of articles of people that don't mean anything, right? So there is some harmful radiation. Also, I would like to say before people go, oh, it's crazy. How can you say this, this and that? Julia Roberts was in a movie called Erin, Erin something. She won an Oscar for it. Erin Brockovich, one of the greatest movies of all time. Right. And what's that movie about? That movie is about people filing lawsuits against capitalist companies that are killing the environment, the people, giving them cancer, giving them all these illnesses. And they were trying to cover it up. Fast and furious. Fully trying to cover it up. So if we're saying that people weren't capable of that then for their own gain, right? Are we saying that they're not capable of it now? Capable of it now? Bro, these so, industrialized nations are lawless, bro. So, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. I am not a big conspiracy guy. But being, being that I'm not an ignoramus and I'm not stupid and I like to read my own, 
learn my own Switzerland just shut down their 5G I read it this morning why? 36, 36, 36 scientists said it's dangerous are we supposed to say no we don't listen to them the people that are, uh, that are so the people that are providing 5G are Huawei where's Huawei from? isn't it Chinese? So Chinese are we saying that, are we saying that it's okay they, they, they eat bats we, we, we could be racist to them and say they eat bats and, and they cook in the wet and they don't clean their chicken but they can make Wi-Fi is this what we're doing? are we trusting everyone and everything now? I don't get it I don't know where it, step, where it ends and where it begins with some of these people I mean I'm going to be anti-Ishmael for a second okay I mean because I read up some stuff as well like, like, um, like you were doing and you know to be honest in, in terms of the, the majority of people in the in the future plan of 5G and especially in the UK or Europe we have a very small minority that will be affected compared to the USA the USA is like I think they're heading up to like it's going to be like 47% 5G in, within the next 4-5 four, four, years um, Europe is at a percentage of 3% that's Europe wow. so 5G in, in the UK or is, is not going to be as big as we thought to be honest, even at its full potential, it's still going to be less than 3G and 4G. Wow, that's that's well, that's that's the information I need to put out there. But which is right, and like you say, you, you know, what I mean, you Google up a lot of stuff, and everyone has this, this, that, and the, and, and and stuff like that. But the things that matter is what the things they're not to put people at ease. That's the information that they're not putting out, which is causing the pandemic. This is the issue, but. But in the same breath, I just want people to understand where I come from when it comes to people creating all these new and great things for the masses. No one cares if you ain't got a good signal in your yard. Virgin Media will walk around there and sell you garbage, garbage, garbage Wi-Fi. They'll do that for you. So there must be another reason why the government is pushing 5G so hard. And I think it's got something to do with security and defence, personally. No, you I was about to say that. I was about to say exactly that. 5G is not for us. It's for these no. always-on systems, like your hospital systems, your military systems, stuff like that. That's what it's for. Yeah, because they need to react quicker with the information that's been given to them. It's the response time. Right, so here's my thing about 5G, right? Harmful radiation. Do you know that you walk past harmful radiation in your kitchen every day and you don't even think about it? What's your microwave? That's a lot of hurts. <laughs> My mum yeah, was like, my mum didn't even, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I can't live without my, my microwave, bro. My mum won't go, my, if my mum comes to visit me, she won't even go in my kitchen, bro. She's like, nah, you got a microwave in there. I'm like, yeah. Right, it, it's it's harmful radiation, but do you know Cooking the rice? amount on, of dosage you would have to take for it to matter? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Your phone ha- gives off harmful radiation, but what's the dosage you'd have to get for it to matter? You know, th- these are the things that we're not paying attention to. Everything that's harmful, yes, it is harmful, but at a certain level, it's not just harmful straight off. You get one little click, oh, it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, I don't know, man out there burning 5G towers, yeah. like say, it's sweet. But that's not the funny part. Do you know what the funny part is? You see when they've said it, so everyone's showing the videos about the birds hey, dropping out. Hmm. Yeah, what is that though? No, but listen, Wish, listen to this. Those videos were over a year ago, nearly 16 months ago. These videos of birds dropping out the sky, you know, that's not new knowledge. <laughs> like, that's not new knowledge. I agree. You know, and and it's little things like that people latch onto and say, "Yo, this is it," and before you know, it's gone viral, and that has to be a current affair. But these things were happening a long time, and you know, it's not like they just 
jump out the sky and people are not doing nothing there's autopsies and stuff like that because they need to know what's going on and stuff like that you know and some of these are the, 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 some of these i'm not saying all of them have got the same reasoning there's different reasons some of them are saying as they're flying because they're flowing because of the weather they've been flowing at a lower altitude and things are happening and it's harder to to fly when it's lower because they've got no slipstream or whatever and there's other things where they're saying they're running into trees and stuff like that there's different elements you know what i mean there was a big one i looked at um, the other day and i think it was a, a fleet of bears that dropped out of the sky in america but this was about 2018 yeah here's another one for you bro because this is how ridiculous people are if there was really something out there that the government really needed to use but it was harmful say like 5g is purported to be do you really think they'll be really telling us about it like that exactly but i'm thinking what are you going to gain if you're going to wipe out everybody with the radiation or whatever what are you going to gain that's my that's my this is what i'm saying this is my thought process of this stuff man and this is where conspiracy theorists have to get better because my first conspiracy ever was who killed malcolm x i still don't know right so but that would make sense to keep that from us to keep that from from black people to keep that from a, a bunch of people who are trying to empower themselves it makes sense for them to keep who killed them if the fbi killed him do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but this stuff this doesn't make no sense like like why is if the earth is flat someone said to me oh the earth is flat right and i i looked into like like why would they not why would they say it's why wouldn't they just say like how does it hurt them that's the question this is what i want to know like who's on the other side of this argument that is benefiting from the earth being round <laughs> this is what i'm saying but they do but, but this is the thing right if someone's getting paid 70 billion a week nasa gets paid 70 billion a week something crazy right goes into nasa every week they might lie about some stuff because it's a lot of money to, to it's a lot of money to go somewhere without any results. That's right. No, no, you're right. Without <laughs> any results, they've been and seen some shit that they're not going to tell us about. I'm telling you right now, man. I don't know about all that. They like they couldn't even tell us what that thing was that that was at the right of the moon. They were saying it wasn't Venus. They were saying it was Venus. Then I got in. Like, what was it? Why can't you tell us? It's, it's super close. You, if I can see it from Earth, you got. Why can't they satellite. tell us? Bro, are we ready for that news? Why can't they tell us? I don't think they. I don't even think. Listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do not believe we're on Mars. You're not telling me we're on Mars. No way, bro. What out there, you know? Cause and effect. Cause and effect. And the other thing is, all you niggas on this 5G conspiracy, you believe everything about 5G, but you won't believe global warming, even though it was hot as fuck in February. Yeah, man. When I when I lived in Germany, right? It was November. No lie, I was living in Rosenheim, Germany, and yeah. it was November. And I'm telling you right now, they said, "Oh, it's because this th th there was the the heat from the Alps." Because I live right next to the Alps, they said the heat from the Alps is locking the is locking the heat. It was 23 degrees in November. I remember sweating like a pig. Two days later, it snowed until March. Wow, bro, I'm a grown ass man, bro. I will <laughs> never forget that story. I will never forget what happened to me there, bro. Like, I will never forget how I was sweating in November outside. Never, bro. Like global warming is is happening right now, bro. And but some people get carried away with the terminology. They hear the global warming part. It's like you know, like K said, cause and effect. 
Newton's third law for every action is equal and opposite. If it's getting warmer here, it's getting colder somewhere else. And yeah. but the but the, the the issue is yeah. The global. Do you know who was the biggest guy to say global warming wasn't a thing? Trump. Who's this guy. <laughs> bro, yeah. We don't listen to that brother, bro. But he is the he, he is the leader of a nation, bro. He is in charge of human beings, bro. He said it didn't a, exist. That was a mistake. You know what he said? Do you know, do you know how dumb this guy is? One day, right? No lie. He was saying how, how is me spraying hair, spraying um, aerosol can in my house affecting the ozone layer when I'm inside? That's what this oh, guy said. Jesus, Jesus. He said this, bro. I was sick in my mouth when he said this. Guy's an idiot. <laughs> he runs no. the country. Well, I am asking you, man, nicely. One of you American dons, I beg you, hit me up so you can come on this podcast one day. I need to get into your mind. What no, is wrong with you, man? No What's Americans happening? can banter me for and for eight years. I don't want to hear no American banter at all. I'm not interested. Are you reckon he's going to get a repeat? Of course. Bro. Nah, bro said we not just run it back with the Tories? Yo, human beings all are right, dumb. All right, listen. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, you know what? Maybe it's, it's a mind thing. Like, I don't want that repeat. Like, I don't think he should get a repeat. But he's done some moves that's made him look like a national hero. 100%. What? No, I'm not saying he is a national hero. No, 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 no. bro. He's no, no. never Greg, hear me up, Greg. Greg, Greg, hear me up. I'm not saying he's a national hero. I'm saying he's done some BS, okay, that makes him look like he's a national hero. So, like, for example, what's the recent one when they bombed the, that dude? Uh... Who's that dude that they bombed recently? The Iranian yeah. guy. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well. I, hear, right. I see, I see so, where you're going with that, yeah? Because, you know, Americans and their military race, that's it. But, right. bro, you what he's been doing these last two months, people joke. are looking at the sideways now, you know? It yeah, don't matter. It don't matter. You it just takes an act of war. It's an act of war. An act of war, with a response, you'll get the love. Listen, yeah? There's nine Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a temp. Is it nine? Is it nine? Nine. It's nine. There's, right? yeah, nine. there's nine. There's nine of them. There's an Amer- There's nine of them, bro. If we can't learn our lesson with that move, that how do you think we're gonna learn our lesson with the president, bro? Come on now, man. <laughs> you remember when the movie was about stealing DVDs, bro? Bro, it's about stealing cars. Now, all I'm saying is, you don't, don't you, you Americans, you, you're giving them too many chances, isn't it? Like they can't chances. chat, bro. They can't chat. They're the stupid. Oh. It's time to wise up. All my t- all my American teammates make know not to banter me about Britain. They just know. They just know. Don't do it. Don't banter me about anything. As if they you think they're not gonna re- say, uh, re-elect this guy, bro. We literally just ran it back with the worst government in human history, bro. We make some mistakes, bro. We make some real. You know, in the UK, we make some real, real dumb mistakes. Real, real. but then I, I always say this. The voting system is not in our hands. As much as they make us feel included, we're not involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I've got thoughts on that. You know, do you know what proportional voting is? <laughs> what, you're a politician, are you? Ben. <laughs> uh, but, yo, I, I think we need to dive into that one day because this first past the post, dead for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I always said that when, I, like, I studied politics and I just felt like first past the post was a trick. I always felt like, you know, this is this is not the fairest way to do things. But in the same breath, 
when you only got a forty-seven percent turnout, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, you know, it's tough. You know, I got a lot of people tweeting, not a lot of people voting. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough. You know what I'm saying, bro? But that's been my thing this last few months. Like, yo, I will not tolerate any Boris slander. This is what you man paid for. Come collect. Come get your guy. Come get your guy. Yeah, I'm the same. Come get your guy. Come get your guy, the bro. He's the funniest guy. You, you should, obviously, you know. Obviously, he's got the, he's got his uh his coronavirus containment. He's in that. But it's the thing that did you see what he before before they they identified that he had it. He was like, yeah, I'm going around hugging, kissing babies, shaking hands. The guy's just free willing was trying to attract the team. He chased it. He chased it. He actually chased it, bro. Bro, he was looking my girl on TV the other day. You he, he, bro, he needs it, bro. Fat donut, fam. He needs it. What, what's what's crazy is, yeah. I said I I people say that I hate I hate Boris Johnson, yeah. I don't hate anybody. That's too much energy. I said to one person because you know I speak to a lot of people. I said to one person, he's just not. He's just not. He's just he's not qualified to run people. Yeah. That's bro, if he can't run his house, bro, he got enough kids, doesn't know how much kids he's got. Yo, man's a deadbeat dad, you know, it's crazy. Man is like, listen, nah, listen, man, I got bare years. I, I got, couldn't pull out of a driveway, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> oh, nah, yo, listen, okay, I'm off this, brother, because, yo, I could talk about him all day. But yeah, yo, listen. Shout out to everybody that's on the front line with this nonsense, man. You know, we're not overlooking anybody. Shop workers, delivery drivers, nurses. And then this prick, and I don't even know where he's come from, Matt Hancock. He was on the news the other day, he's talking about, um, we've had four doctors die so far from COVID-19. Some nurses, huh? What do you mean well, some not- nurses? What's the number, bro? That, it was unbelievable. I, yeah, I, I stopped watching Question Time six months ago. No, I didn't even watch the show, man. It was like you know people that clip it and put it on the timeline. He yeah. said it yeah, so instinctively, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's just trying to move on to the next point. What the hell? He couldn't. He can't feel the crowd anymore. So it's like he doesn't know what to say to gain applause. They can't. When you watch it normally, it's full of people and people just say and then someone claps. <laughs> He, he can't feel the crowd, so he didn't know he was—he didn't know he was discussing what he was saying. You know, I felt bad for him in that. It's like, I felt bad for him. Uh, read the mood of the country. Never mind the crowd. His conversation for the last however long has just been: um, nurses aren't being taken care of. Nurses need this. Nurses need that. So as soon as you say something out of your mouth that sounds even remotely dismissive, where do you think it's going to go? I know, but politicians are not like us they don't even come from a place where they where they could understand what's relatable or not. how many politicians lived in an estate bro <laughs> how many politicians never grew up with a garden you got like they're not they can't they don't relate that's why it's so crazy how this whole life whole thing is set up they right so is that not on about. us is that not on us though because you're supposed to elect someone to represent you if you're electing someone to represent you who can't relate to you what are you doing bro bro in Worthing, who would if, if i was in Worthing, right who would who would i who who relates to me not many bro go <laughs> find someone from bewbush or something <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro i i don't understand what these people are doing myself i couldn't tell you 
I, I never, I never, I, I didn't grow up in a world where poor people voted Tory. You think about yeah. that, bro. I lived in the ends. No one was voting Tory in the ends, bro. You, yeah. you had your, you had your, you had your Labour people. I never, you, seen no, you had your Labour, slightly lived them, and then you had the far right people like the National Front, British First, them kind of people. Yeah. Conservatives yeah. didn't. There was no one black, white, anything that could Absolutely. ever get money from the could get any ever get any love from the conservatives now they've got this patriotism right Ooh. and they've got this 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 garbage idea that you know they, they just blame on immigrants and that's how they get the votes like oh pc gone mad this is all the little buzzwords they're using to get the those kind of people the british national front people to come in slowly to, towards conservatism your your typical Britain first national front man they are deep working class bro what what Tory loves you they don't know that because they what's what they're saying is we're gonna get unskilled workers out of the country and and we're gonna put 350 pounds towards the NHS and we're gonna yeah, do this I, and we're gonna ask do these that. people who's an unskilled worker ask them who who is an unskilled worker that you want to get rid of Let what industry is that you know what I'm saying where where is it that you see bare unskilled workers in what industry do you want to get rid of them from like there's there's it's crazy a complete lack of education here this man matt hancock like i i've never heard of this guy before we became the health secretary where is he from what's his background he should he he's got no blame he's got, got shouldered no blame for this this is what i'm trying to say like people think like i, I go off about boris johnson a lot because at the end of the day, he's he's a racist, bro. And I, yeah. I know lots of racist people. I know racists, bro. And to me, they're top five dumbest human beings on the planet. They're top five. It's been, I don't understand it. Like it's and here's here's the key thing in British politics, right? When I grew up, my first British prime minister I can remember was John Major from my own personal memory. I was born in 1987. So from my memory, yeah. John Major was the first one I can remember. Yeah. And then Tony Blair came in. So for the majority of my upbringing, Tony Blair was the Prime Minister of so Labour government. And I saw mm. what the country was in those times. I came into the country on a Labour government. Went to school. Went to college. Went to uni under Labour government. And then when they started voting for Tories and Lib Dems on that um, coalition thing, I was like, all right, is this what you man are doing? Let's see. Because I didn't know. It was a poor move by the Libs, though. You know that. They thought they could get what they wanted, and then they got blindsided. They got ram-rodded. <laughs> like, like, what was my man who was reputedly the deputy prime minister? They didn't listen to him. They, bro, they sidetracked him immediately. Like He didn't get no play. Bro, and for what I remember, every Wednesday, Prime Minister's questions, Tony Blair used to do this for fitness, bro. He used to just beat the crap out of whoever was the Tory leader at the time. Ian Duncan's... Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, what was his name? Got some. Cameron got some. Like, everyone got some. Like, he was doing this for fitness. But he was lucky because there was a time where people understood that privatisation of hospitals... Like, factorism. Margaret Thatcher was closing hospitals and people were dying. Margaret Thatcher had the poll tax riots. He was happy. He didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't responsible for any of that. You know. Yeah. So it, it, it 
it's really funny that he, he just had that leg to stand on forever, but that doesn't last forever, you know? So, Greg, what we say about this Matt Hancock, he's talking about Premier League players not doing their part, yeah? Right. Run in your lane, brother. Run in your lane. Who, who is he to be talking about economics? Your health secretary, yeah? Run in your lane. It's he no time to go empty. What he's talking about. First of all, you know what? Never mind even that. You're an MP. Have you taken a pay cut? Right. Right. Yeah, all of you went around telling people to take pay cuts. Have you taken one? Exactly. Right, that's number one. Cabinet minister has got an extra little bit of money for that. Has he taken a pay cut from that job? No, he hasn't. All right, number two. Number three, Premier League footballers, let me remind you all, they are P-A-Y-E. Yeah, they take a lot. They've got 40%, 50% tax on their head anyway. They right, don't and what do we need more of right now? We need money for our public services, brother. You can't be telling them today. That's that's just a wrong... People don't realise that though, innit? They feel like when you hear like a footballer is making 300k, they don't realise that half of that is... They're not seeing half of them. <laughs> okay, not quite. I mean, I'm not going to explain the tax system right now, but, you know, it's not quite like that. No, but I, for example, who is it? Um, back in the day, one of the Liverpool footballers' payslips went online, and I think he was at the, at the time he must have been on about ninety k, and I think at the end of it, he was probably taking home just about forty, well, forty eight, forty eight after tax. Yeah, but here's what what actually happens is in each say say the threshold was let's just call it twenty four k, right? Yeah, the band, yeah, yeah. For, for you to get to fifty percent. In any yeah. month where you're gonna earn more than two thousand pounds, they'll tax you at that rate even before you've made it to that threshold. Because you might never make it to that threshold. That's where you get rebates from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't, don't, don't think that you know when they say fifty percent, you're not, you're not losing half of your money. That's not how it works. But here's the regardless, they're still taking a hit. You know, they're still taking a hit, and then you wanted to take even more of a hit on top of that. Yeah, they are taking it here. Another thing is, why do you always want to pick on footballers? Have you addressed any CEOs that are still getting money? Have you addressed any of these other people making stupid money that are the ones that are actually furloughing people to take pay cuts? No, you haven't said nothing about that. Bro, it's the way. It's always been the way. I remember when uh, the, 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 they're talking about, oh, the soldiers make all this, don't make enough money. We should the football players should donate their money to the soldiers. Football players are always demonized like this. It's just a way to keep them because they make astronomical amounts of money doing something they work for. When other people, like CEOs, make astronomical amounts of money doing something for when other people work for them, so it's different. You know, it's funny. funny. You know, you just you 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 just said something right there, right about. This is why I'm sick of these people in this country sometimes. Nurses should be paid more. Soldiers should be paid more. The second there was a nurse jumping into an Audi TT on the timeline, people wanted to start dismissing. Oh, I thought nurses were underpaid. I was like, oh, Anyone could get a TT if they wanted to. You could get a TT. I could. Fish could get a TT. If they wanted to get on finance, they can get that. They can get the best car out there. So that's got no relevance, like because she's got a TT. That's no relevance, materialistic. But it's not even the point. Like, remember we, we had this discussion on the pod. You man were out here on your fake hand claps last week for the NHS. But as soon hey. as there was a nurse that looked like she had a nice car, you were back on your bullshit. Wow, and that's yeah. all it takes. That, that that's all it takes. 
It is, it is, but it's just one of those. It's, I don't know. It's what do, you, what do they call it? Virtue signaling, something like this. This is the new buzzword: virtue signaling. Like growing up, football players. Like they don't. Like if you if you make if I make enough money to set me for life, I'm definitely not just looking after myself and my my immediate family. No, that's and the, the thing, a lot of these guys, they come from the same bits you came from. They got the same mentality. Raheem Sterling, bro, this guy comes off peas to help people. He's been doing a lot for Brent, for the borough Brent since he left. I'll be honest with you now. Like, he's been doing a lot for Brent. But I'm telling you, as soon as something goes on with the foot, like when, listen, when England used to lose in the World Cup, you had all these youths. Ah, oh, they should give their money away to soldiers. But when they burn David Beckham, bro, they sent death threats to his house. Oh yeah, because he got sent off in it. Yeah, they made goals and burnt this man. Yeah, because he got sent off. Every year they do this. Oh, footballers, give your money up. Actually, do what I feel like you should do what you want. And the thing is, he can't tell me nothing. Boris can't tell me nothing, and neither can he, because this guy from Starbucks is making paper off you, man. Paying no tax. Virgin, you. He's got his own island. Tell him, man, to tell him, man, to go home and not get paid for eight weeks. What have you man done about that? No tax. Yo, man, yo, listen, you people need to stop getting yourselves misled by these people. He's going to tell you, oh, they should pay more, they should give up their salary. Motherfucker, lead the way. Bro, did you see how much the woman that was, what, that, the, the Amazon guy's wife, how much she, she made out of her divorce? Oh, she got hey. Bernie. I, I, she got, I really, you get something like, really. was it Bernie Eccleston's wife money, like something like that? Something like 128 mil. Nah, nah, Bernie Eccleston's wife got more than that, you know. Bernie Eccleston's ex-wife got 972. Who yes! needs that? Who needs that? What to live what life? I can even imagine that in the cleaning, bro. And how much how much tax did he did he did he evade? Because when Corbyn and them man were saying, no, nah, we're not letting these men evade taxes, no one had answers. Oh man, like Lewis is getting all that shit now, isn't he? <laughs> I bet Jeremy Corbyn's looking good now, huh? He, he's looking even worse. Boss, they, 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 they got that new that new guy now, innit? That they, they what were they Kurt. yesterday? Kurt, yeah. yeah. But he's looking even worse. I'll be honest with you, he says amazing things, but he's never he never looked like a leader to me. He, he doesn't. Look like, he looked like someone that was pissed off. He just sounded like me. Like when he talked, Corbyn he just sounded like. Corbyn gets in the, the thick of things, innit? He gets into the grit. He's like a. Who can I say? He's like a Noah's, Noah, Noah's Ark, bro. He's in the thick of it. Like, he wants to make that difference in-house, like, you know? I don't know. But he's the first armor guy. He looks like he's always trying to fight someone, bro. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, bro. We'll see. Like, p- yeah. people are talk- already talking about holding Labour to account. They're not even in power. People always hold Labour to account for what they do. They're not even in power. You, you've had 10 years of this, bro. Like, who do you think is responsible? Oh. It gets me. It gets me ill. Do you know what I'm seeing these days now? People putting on my Facebook. Oh, we should we should give uh we should give uh, Boris Johnson a break and see how hard this is to, for him to run the country. He ain't done nothing. Rubbish. Rubbish. I think I feel like I say this at least once a week on the pod. I'm gonna quote the man again. I can never damn Chuck Norris. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> Oh no, nah, fuck that. Fuck Boris, man. Fuck him with a sick dick. 
he he um he just needs like we just need people to to read more books. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. But all they know how to do is read the back of their cigarette packet, and they don't even pay attention to that because it's still. No, but no one, no one even says. Oh, you know what would really help? That three hundred and fifty mil a week would really help buy some ventilators right now. Hmm. I ain't heard that from one person. Enough times, you know. Bro, he was. Listen, I will never forget this guy was on the side of that bus. I will never forget that for as long as I live, especially in the situation we are in now. I will never forget that he was on the side of that bus with that 350 mil in white aerial. Bold. Bold, brother. Listen, it was bold, yeah? I will never forget the red bus with the white lettering. I will never forget that as long as I live, bro. Because right now, where we are, we could really use 350 mil for some ventilators. Everyone. 100%. Look at look at Germany. As soon as something goes down like this, Germany has the least deaths. They have more cases. They make everything we need. Of course they do, because it's Germany. <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> raw! Did you see that? America straight hijacked the masks from China from Canada. No, I didn't see that. Like 3M, where they had the N95 masks um, that Canada had ordered. And the federal government just said, nah, stop that, that's ours. Listen, man, man, these men are thieves. But, I, but going back to the footballers, man, I, I, for one, think they should do what they want. They want to, if, 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 the problem, the, the reason why it's a bit easier to say, um, the, the only, the only thing that they can really, the, the government can really say is why they, we shouldn't furlough you. Because a lot of these football teams are owned by foreign owners. Hmm. They're not owned by the fans. Like in Germany, the football teams are owned by the fans and they have sponsors. But here they're owned by these foreign owners that throw money at them. Right now, there's no football. So the, the owners don't see no reason to put money into the club. So that's the only... Well, if you was going to be for footballers paying, getting a pay cut, that is the only reason where you could pretty much say, okay, that kind of makes sense. But it's not fair though, because here's the other thing. People only believe what they're told and what they see for themselves. What's happening in the background? These guys have been donating hundreds of thousands of pounds for weeks now. Quietly. It's it's still not fair for you to say that they need to give 30% because not all of these footballers are on that much money to be saying. I I agree. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they should. Like, I I think they're non playing staff. You have to build a rapport with someone before you just give them your money. This is not a charity. Mm. I play football. I worked for this money. You did that. You worked for that. My job. Yeah, it's my job. My contract. This is what I earned. Yeah. I worked for this. If you wanna, if you wanna take some of my money, get on the pitch. But in the same breath, I understand why you don't want to follow basically a foreign company, basically. Because yeah, who owns bro. Arsenal? British guy doesn't own Arsenal. British guy doesn't own Manchester City. British guy doesn't own. Man United, Chelsea's not owned by a British guy. It's, it's Liverpool, Liverpool. So that's the only thing. That's the, that's why they're going at them. That's the only angle. They, they, that's the next. That's, that's going to be the next argument. Well, British people don't own these clubs. Why so do why you the players? Why are you not going at the owners, bro? Like you can't. You can't. Man. You, you can't, can't go at the owners. Bro. You can't see them. Yeah. Simple. You can't see them, bro. Like that's why we're not going. That's, what, that's right? why we're not going to CEOs. That's, not, that's why we're not going to CEOs. I don't know what the, star, the CEO of Starbucks looks like. I know how much money he makes. I don't know what he looks like. In the NBA, Zion Williamson made a donation to Smoothie King Center staff before Gail Benson did. Gail Benson's his boss. Look at that. 
Yeah, well, but it's, this is what I'm saying. The capitalist mentality is run by greedy, greedy human beings. In my, like, in my, there's no, there's no way in hell I need 900 mil ever. I don't want. I don't, even, I don't even want 900 mil. You just said someone won it in a divorce, right? There's no, yeah. there's not one. Uh, it was a couple of years. It was a couple of years ago, but like you say, it's forever money, isn't it? You're not going to spend that in your lifetime. You know, so no. it's forever money, isn't it? And and when you die, if you die alone, the government gets most of it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they're in tax. They're in tax. What, 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 that, thank you? what are we what am i doing what am i doing you're, you're, you're paying for the fact that you just died how dare you die right that's it you could you inconvenienced us all of that thank you and i paid for my own funeral while i was at it so I, 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 I just felt like i just felt like it was disgusting what he said man i was really disgusted with what he said about the, these players should make should pay up because i remember when these guys were doing um when people were dying in their homes because of um, universal credit and austerity, but you guys was these guys was weren't even spent, these men weren't spending their salary. Mm. These men they had um they had government expenses. Some of them bought houses on those expenses. Taxpayers. Yes, yes, they did. Taxpayers' money. Boris had a house. That, you know, Cameron had a house. It's it's all like you know. I have these discussions with my mom from time to time, and you know, from the some of the things I say and the way I think, she says, "Why do you not?" even on a local level why don't you just try and enter politics on a low level and i say to her you know that's a that's a prison sentence for me because i swear to you i'll be in these meetings with these people and they'll say something off key and i'll slap a man yeah bro i love I, I love those that's how politics should be you should be all in the chamber scrapping because that's how much you should care about what's going on i know that's it's how much you should do if you see politics yeah. in singapore they'll be jumping on each other bro bro that's how much you should care about what's going on with your people that's how much you should care. You should not be sitting down talking about each other's mums. That's crazy. And you know what's crazy, right? The way the expenses got exposed, one guy was watching porn, right? I forget his name, man. His wife caught him watching porn and she posted she 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 exposed him for it. And he was spending taxpayers' money on television X to watch Mich- Michelle Moist. I don't I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. Bruv, you yeah. know the details. I remember Yo, that. Didn't Carl Walker get caught the other day as well? I heard. I heard Carl Walker is doing a madness. Oh, yeah, that priest before <laughs> they told him to contain himself inside, bro. Bro, <laughs> well, man, say that. I man, man, man to to that. To him, you know. Bro, eight grand hookers in all. Eight bags, bro. Eight bags. Wait, what's he doing? Like, what? See? This, eight bags. This is the problem bro. with. This is the problem. Like, you try, to, you try to stick up for footballers and they end up doing dumbness like this. Um, but shit. he's still people. He's still a guy from the ends, bro. Like he's, yeah, he's but, never gonna lose that. But this is what I'm trying to say. When when I'm from the ends, bro, that's never been part of my 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 mo to do that. You know what I mean? I said I said I said, bro. Can you hear me? This this is yeah. Okay, I got you. But here yeah, you say that, but no one's ever slapped you in the face with a million pounds and said go nuts. Bro, I'm telling you right now, I always think about what I could do with that money. And the first thing I always think about is building a basketball court. Oh! Every last one of us, we all say this. <laughs> Why can't we just come up on a little bit of cash? I swear to you, we'll, we'll be out here looking like... No, we can monopolize. We can monopolize. Bro I, I, bro, I would convert a warehouse. I've seen it done. I played in Milton Keynes. It's the easiest thing you could ever do. Yeah, love yeah. you, Lewis. Yeah. That's what they've done over there. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't, bro, I, I, be, I honestly feel, I, I, I never dream about having an orgy. Never. Never. I, I don't even want that, bro. I'm too <laughs> indecisive for something like that. I would not bro, know to begin. You said I got the energy. Bro, he bar. said, crisis is coming. Yo, let me build up a couple things. Let me get this thing popping. When the news came out, it's like, scatter, bro. Here's your pee. Like, that's mad. And got caught. Bro, and the girl put him on blast. The girl put him on blast on social media. Bro, <laughs> I don't understand. What, who's training these, these men? Who's training these young young men into how not to behave? Nobody. It's crazy, bro. Like, I think they need counselling. I honestly do. I think some of these men need counselling. Obviously. And you know what's crazy about Carl Walker? You could say, oh, he must be stressed about work. He don't get picked. He don't even play. What are you getting stressed about? Washed now. He's washed. He's washed. He's washed. Right in the pine. Playing centre-back for, for England. Stinking up the gym. What are you stressed about? Stealing money. So it's just, I don't get it, man. I, I don't, I haven't, I haven't got no sympathy for him. You know, he's a family man. He shouldn't be doing that. He should, he should be smart. Apparently, he broke up with his fiance because he got Lauren Good, Lauren, pregnant, Lauren Goodman, pregnant. Who's I Lauren Goodman? I'm not in these man's business like that. But like I said, <laughs> I hope one of them holds. I hope they trap him. I hope they trap him, bro. Just for I think only way is Essex. I think. Oh my day! So he. He can't even pick a suitable mate. It's crazy. Only where's Essex? Have you, have you I, I seen these people in real life? I girl trap him with a baby just for being stupid. Bro, you gotta see some of these people in real life, man. They look like hell. I don't know what the, the cameras are not doing. It's got a filter on them, bro. They look like hell. I've seen them in real life. Walking around yeah, looking like they go. Yeah, Lauren Goodman from Essex. She's pregnant, but she's hanging around with my sister, bro. Um, uh, Carl Walker's sister, like it's casual. <laughs> this is this is scumbaggery at the highest extent I've ever. Scumbaggery. Like, it's scumbaggery at the highest estate. I, I've never like like the story. That is a that is a, a Jeremy Carl story. Yeah, scumbaggery, man, one hundred percent, bro. <laughs> that is a Jeremy Carl story. If I if I told you that story organically, and I didn't tell you the money, you'd think it was from Jeremy Carl. That just, that just proves that money don't change scumbags, bro. Like you're just, you're just, you just don't know what to do. You have no idea. You're just an idiot. idiot. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, uh, I, I, I can't believe the mentality of some people. But yo, this is how they be. Let them live their lives. Yeah, they're gonna complain when it comes back to buy them. I don't care. Collect your portion, bro. Yeah, exactly. But you know. He, no matter what anyone says, the dude, the, he wants to be rich, he became rich. He, he, he can just deal with scrutiny way better than if a BBL player decided to do that. Can you imagine, bro? Bro, listen, I don't want to get into it, but they, BBL players have been doing that and they did. Like, <laughs> like they'll, they'll, bro, these men will get a thing pregnant and fly back on the fastest thing going. They might take an easy jet somewhere quick so they can bounce quicker, bro. They ain't waiting. Bro, first thing smoking, they're gone. They're out of here. They might get a train back to America. They ain't playing no games. They're out of here. <sighs> Yo, listen, while we're talking about basketball, yeah? Mm. A man was throwing shots and I'm talking about heavy shots. <laughs> yeah, this made me laugh, bro. Uh, ben Wallace said If they had tried with Carmelo Anthony Instead of Darko Milicic They'd have never won that 2004 title Ooh. <laughs> See you see me yeah? I looked up to 
Ben Wallace in them because I like yo, this guy's beast mode, isn't it? Boy, that I don't know if that's a fair statement to make. I don't think that's a fair statement to make. I don't know about fair, but I think I can see where he's coming from. I see where he's yeah. coming from. I see where he's coming from. Let me explain why, and it's really this simple. Um, Detroit drafted Darko second. He was a flop. They didn't play him. Whereas if they drafted Melo, this guy would have wanted to play. The one these touches, and you know the style of basketball Melo likes. Yep, 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 yep. He yep, wouldn't yep. have fit in with the Detroit way that he was back then. Remember, that was a team that went to, I think it was seven straight Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. You know, so they had a they had a system, they had a flow, they had an identity. Have you ever seen any version of Carmelo Anthony that fit the identity of Detroit that you know? No, I mean, <laughs> Rip Hamilton shoots these little mid-range short corner jumpers, right? Yeah, that's mellow. But Rip doesn't do it off ISO. He was always moving. Yeah, that's know, pin downs, curls, everything. Melo wants to get the ball in his hands and stop the offense. I'm going ISO. I'm going to say he's that guy that stops the offense, isn't it? I just think from a defensive standpoint, they're going to they'll struggle. And he's a volume shooter, and no one really was a volume shooter on on um, Detroit. They didn't really volume shoot, so you, none of them. If you Chauncey Billups didn't really shoot, take volume shots. I think Rip might have attempted the most jumpers on that team. Yeah, and you t- you put Melo on the floor, you're taking Tayshawn Prince off the floor. Ooh, I mean, you you could you the way they play with with the system of Rip only catching and shooting. Does he need to be a six-three shooting guard, or could it be Melo if he can in, if you can integrate him? I think Ben Wallace must know something about Carmelo's personality, which proves that he doesn't fit the the, the profile. Because so much of this is about character, so much. Well, if I don't know if you guys remember this, but back when he was a rookie in Denver. I remember seeing a video of Carmelo like getting bullied in practice because he was he was acting up. He was he acting was up. So him. George Carl said, "Okay, Rook." He brought in all his vets, his his best players, to go one on one at Carmelo for like two hours, eating him. I mean, yeah, but that that but the thing is, does, does, is that is that the is that the Detroit way? Because I feel like Detroit played defense as a committee. Yes, and that like you used to watch Detroit versus San Antonio games, and these games are in the eighties. Yeah, because in the eighties, bro, that's like I don't want to watch that. And the ball moved, and the players moved, and this is before switching was not taboo because guys didn't switch. Like guys should have been switching on LeBron James. They did not switch on LeBron James. They tried to hard hedge and trap and shallow hedge and 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 zone after he gets rid of the ball. They did everything but switch because they wanted everyone to be accountable for what they were for, for their man. So on a defensive team, I can see why they say nah, he couldn't have helped us. I could have seen, I, I could see because I watched him. I you know I watched him in I watched him in the World Championships and he was getting cooked up every year. He was in the World Championships in the Olympics. They went they went at Carmelo. Yeah, and don't get it twisted. Everyone wants to remember, oh, he scored record points against Nigeria. Okay, bro, first of all, I uh, no disrespect to a man, but Nigeria, yeah? Come on. Wash, in- bro. Wash. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm Nigerian, and I was, I was watching them like, you, you need to wash, bro. Like, I can't believe this is a team. Oh, no, let, is- let me say this. The best thing i ever seen in an Olympic game was someone made James Harden do the splits, bro. Bro, but he was Nigerian. And you know what? He played second league Portugal, that guy. Second league Portugal. Do you know how bad that league is? Wow. Yeah, actually, do. 
That leaves Hayes. He played second in Portugal, giving James Harden the work. And that just that's an early warning sign. But do you know the, See, the that, thing is <laughs> That's why James Harden don't play no defense. The one time he tries, he takes a fucking oh man, he was an L. Bro, it's crazy. But do you know what he didn't play in those Olympics? He was the twelfth man. He was the mm, let, let, let me not lie. He was, he was a tough man. Harden used to AD was the twelve. Harden was like, bro. They had the rotation. They had um, Westbrook, Iguodala, um, Deron Williams. Deron Williams. I think Deron Williams started. No, 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 no. The starters was Chris Paul, Kobe, yep. LeBron, yeah, yep. um, KD, and Tyson Chandler were the starters. First man off the bench was Melo. Melo, he played for he played the five. Yep. Yeah, he played the five, and then Kevin Love. Oh yeah, see, so he was so then Kevin Love. That's true. Then and then Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook got in the game before James Harden. Yeah, Shashevsky never really trusted him though. To be fair, no, he played the two. He didn't play on the ball. He played the two. Um, who else did they? Who else? They didn't have a lot of three point shooting. Iguodala was in there. Iguodala got in because of defense, and he played the four. Then Harden. Then Harden maybe, and that's maybe. So that's crazy when you think about it. Oh, can you just hear the name, the team we just named? Flipping out! It's, it's disgusting, bro. It's, it's bro. I remember, I remember when I watched they play GB and Nate Rankin was guarding Kobe. When I tell you right now, I almost turned that TV off. I was like, this is over before it starts. Like Nate Rankin, he was thirty six when he was guarding Kobe. And 5'11. I don't care what they say. That man was never six foot nothing. 5'11. Bro, <laughs> Nate, Nate Rankin. I, I used to watch him warm up, yeah? I used to watch his like arrogance when he used to walk into the gym. I used to think, Tur, what's this guy doing? I ain't gonna lie, he all used to cook us up, bro. But in the same breath, he can't guard no one. He couldn't guard people in our league, but he's guarding Kobe? That's crazy. Yeah, but here's the thing. You couldn't send Lou Wall at Kobe because Kobe had to guard LeBron. I would have played zone the whole game. You ever see them local league games, yeah? Where you're, where you're, where you're playing a bunch of scrubs and you're just athletic in the warm-up line, dunking everything, yeah? The ball goes up. He don't even try to win the tip. He just runs to the middle of the zone, bro. And they're on a 2-3 all game. That man I'd have been, been zoning them man crazy. We could know who the, the GB guard that I remember. I don't know if a lot of people remember him, but I used to like this guy's game. I don't know what happened to him. Do you remember Flynn Boyd? Linda Boyd, no. Oh, the the dark haired guy. Yeah. The problem that I had with him, yeah. It sounds mad, innit? it? But he used to wear ankle socks, bro. I was like, what's going <laughs> on? You hear that? You ain't about to you ain't about to score on me wearing ankle socks, bro. Yeah, then he gives you the buckets. Bro, he was nice though. Oh, he was a scorer, and you know what? He was the first person. Like I've always been allergic to stupidity. But I remember I picked up a GB program once when I went to a game in Liverpool when they were playing the qualifier. Man picked up the program and said Flinder Boyd, five foot twelve. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> no, no way. I swear down he said Flinder Boyd, five foot twelve. That's <laughs> crazy. The things people do to add inches on is just. It's just... I put bro, what's five foot twelve? It's not existent. It doesn't exist. Well, man, six foot. You say, but well, nah, but I'm still in the fives. That's what you got to put on your Tinder profile, bro, to see what happens. <laughs> Yo, is Tinder even still popping in isolation? Bro, I, we'll say I, it on public record. I don't know what that is. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm He's not on it. I'm just saying. I'm what? just saying. I'm just saying. Thirsty people don't and stop being thirsty. That's all I can say. We should have brought this up in one of our topics. Thirsty <laughs> people don't stop being thirsty. You don't know Kyle Walker found them girl on Tinder, you know. Bro, imagine. Bro, but but Tinder is like right, it's, it is. It's, bro, it's thirsty shit, man. Like it's, it's more than that. Let me tell you what happens. I, I, I'm not gonna put no names on this, but I'm telling you this for fact. Import players, yeah, basketball. Oh, that's so like what? Yeah. Jump on Tinder, but they're not jumping on Tinder for for what you think. They're jumping on Tinder to ask where the weed at. Damn, I didn't know that. What's cri- but bro, these man these man are swiping in the taxi on the way to their accommodation though. Bro, that's all settled before they get home. Like it's all bro, settled. Passport's they- not even been stamped. They're swiping. Bro, right, let me swipe it in the taxi. Right, let me tell you how bad this Tinder is, right? So my 18 year old son came up here the other day for three days yeah he said i'm gonna jump oh, on like tinder dad. I said, Listen, my son my son yeah my son i'm not gonna give him a name there yeah? i'm just saying my son jumped on tinder yeah i'm not gonna say which one but yeah anyway so he jumped on tinder for three days while he was up here yeah three days and i said listen don't bring none of the tramps back to the house now. i don't want to see none of that yeah <laughs> listen bro in three days he's managed to like summon up, like, bro. He summoned up about eleven contacts, like eleven full-on contacts from Manchester. Like, That's crazy. Eleven, and this is what one of them. Yeah, she showed me the message of one, and this is what made me made me laugh in it. So he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm up here visiting my dad. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. And then she's like, where are you from? Here's him. I'm from, I'm from London, in it. Like, there's a what part is him? I'm from Northwest London. I grew up in an area called Stonebridge. How can she go like this and start? She said, yo, I'm from. Manchester hashtag 0161. Mm-mm. Oh, see, bro, that's. <laughs> I could have stopped laughing. I just said, you know what, son, get rid of this girl right now. What is this? Like, what is? What's she hailing here? Like, what? What did she think this is? She's like, she is throwing up colds like that. She must Do you understand what I'm trying to say? She must. She must wear a bandana, bro. She must have. Do you know bandana. what I mean? Why are we not? 016 hashtag 0161. No, okay, she case, plays case, like case. council tax on put on time, fam. Okay. <laughs> Yo, she was soft man, innit? Bro, I'm I'm not from there, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> south <laughs> Manny girl be on that, you know. Why is Yo. it with South? Cause South London chicks are the same. Them, them chicks are nuts. <laughs> well, you know what, Ishmael, I'm glad I left Manchester and uh, London. So, oh my goodness, oh, it's <laughs> crazy <laughs> out here. I don't know. You know what it is? It's um, Manchester's inner city extends past where you think it would. You know what I'm saying? Manchester's. You know what this is? Anyway, for me, I'm still saying when you say Manchester and Bolton comes up, bro. That's all I'm saying. Bolton's greater Manchester. What, bro? Bro, that's just impossible, man. (laughs) No, it's not. It's the same, bro. How is Islington, London? That is far from London. Nah, Islington's north. Islington. Islington is like. The Emirates is basically uh, is near exactly in, is straight off the King's Cross. What do you have, Ish? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, straight like Islington is is north, bro. Like if you said something to us like maybe like Epping, which is borderline Essex or or yeah. uh, Catfield. All right, all right. Tell me this: is Ilford London? Ilford, yeah. Ilford. Ah, Ilford. You, see, you, you might- can't even agree. 
No, but it's marginal. It's marginal. Yeah, yeah. Ilford's marginal. marginal still. If the if a bus low key, if a bus runs through it, it's ends, isn't it? That's like it. you have to you have to accept. But it does have, like if I say it's Romford, London. Romford is Romford is fully London, bro. Like, but I used to feel like I was in Essex. Exactly, exactly, exactly. If a bus, if a bus runs through, it's ends. If you ask me, I'd have said Romford is fully Essex. No, no Romford ends, bro. Romford you, ends. When you speak to the people in it, you'd think that as well. But it is Romford is. It's London. Oh, it's London. London, man. Yeah, it's London, bruv. Alright, I mean, cool. But, yeah, Bolton's Greater Manchester, you get me. Um, it's just the other side of Berry. Yeah, that's another one. And I know you've been to Berry, Case. Bro, that's another one, innit? I'm just saying, that's another one, Berry. Berry is... Anyway. Yup. Anyway. Stop hating. <laughs> but, yeah, um... Listen, I, Carmelo Anthony, you did his thing when he went to Portland. You know, you... you he had a point to prove. I think he did well. What, uh, think what point? What, what, it what, pisses what? me off that it took him having that point to prove to actually start playing some decent basketball for once. Bro, I, I, I don't see what he's done different. What has he done different? Because I just see a guy who went to a system which allows him to do what he wants. When yes. I've never seen him, I've never seen him acclimate himself. Dwayne Wade acclimated himself when it came to the 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 Miami Heat fusion with the three guys. Dwayne Wade acclimated himself so he was a good piece to have. There's been I'm three not... different versions of Dwayne Wade for those of you who've been paying attention, you know. Yeah, of course, but I'm saying when LeBron James got there, if LeBron James, Carmelo shoots the ball more than LeBron James if LeBron James and him are on the same team. Hmm. Carmelo still wants to be, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's uh, a two-headed, yeah, yeah, exactly. He wants to be a star. He, he, he ain't gonna rebound like that. He ain't gonna run no. the floor. He can't play without yeah. the ball. So I don't know what he did better. I just I no. Did, like, for, for me, it's never gonna be a case of if Carmelo's one of your top three players, you ain't winning shit. Fair enough, but, but what that's the that's the issue of his legacy that he's not understanding. The issue of his legacy is he didn't get better. He wants it. He doesn't want to accept where he is. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and and. He, he pushed himself out of the league, not coming off the bench. He refused, that's right. Yeah, he refused. He, he, he pushed himself out of the league because yeah. he saw what his boy was doing. But you can't look at, you can't covet what your boy is doing if you never, if you never, if you, and all the, every, every decision he ever made was to follow money. Until yeah. he started yes, 100%. And, I've been and, saying this, yo. Until he wanted a chip. Who goes to New York? Who goes there? <laughs> who, who, who goes uh, there? Who goes there is the guy who's married to Lala Vasquez. Exactly. You, you decided you made a money move. Accept the fact that you made a mistake. You went to New York. That's crazy. It's not even that he went to New York. He fucked it up when he took a three-year deal when LeBron and Dwayne took two-year deals after their rookie deals. When the plan was, let's take two. And we'll all meet up somewhere, wherever that is. Malo was like, "Now nah, let me get this check." Right? You didn't want. He didn't want. He didn't want. He his. He didn't want to win. And for the longest, yeah. Let's be honest. For the longest of the two thousands, yeah. Because LeBron James was the was the face of the league for a little while. Yeah, you know, he had a signal. He had two shoes a year and stuff. Winning was not a priority because no one listen ain't no one was wearing no Tony Parker shoes or Tim Duncan them garbage Adidas shoes Tim Duncan was wearing so Carmelo mm-hmm. over there is uh, Carmelo over there is listening is watching these men make money from just being good at basketball 
It didn't matter about the legacy. But now, everyone's talking about rings. Carmelo wants to be involved, but he's not the same player now. You can't get a ring. It's too late for that. Oh, Carmelo is lit. No, yeah, yeah. On what team? With the money he demands, what team? Bro, I would take a minimum and sit on Golden State's bench as soon as them dudes come back and play garbage time and get my ring. Tracy McGrady yeah, tried you. to do it. That's you, bro. Melo got one ego, bro. Oh, he talked himself out of a shoe. Melo had a shoe. Oh yeah, that's when they cancelled his Jordan deal, didn't they? They can So he just wears regular Jordans now. Team he wears Jordans. Yeah, repeats. He wears repeat he's, Jordans, isn't it? He's wearing Team Jordans like a skeezer. You, you got, you got. Stephen Curry's got his own shoe. Craig got yeah, his own shoe. Smart. He's smart. Stephen Curry. What's an answer? What the fuck? Yeah, but that? they went to the Far East with their shoe, him and Rondo, and they revenue stupid money from that brand. All right, right, right. Let me ask you this: Have you ever seen an Anta crepe? Bro, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I saw a guy wearing it in a scrimmage, and I said to myself, "If he scores on me, I'm gonna retire from the game." I already <laughs> had my, I, I had my, I had my tweet in my brain. I had my tweet already in my brain. Like, oh, cool. Like, this is gonna be the. This guy scored, this guy drives past me and lays the ball up. This is going to be my tweet for it's retiring from this game, man. I'm, I'm going to let it fly and go play Sunday League football with the drunks. I said it in my brain, but at the oh. end of the day, he has a shoe. Have you seen Champion re-release their basketball shoes? Listen, yeah, of course. Bro, I don't want to see them. They're disgusting, bro. Who used to wear Champion that was nice, though? Yeah, it's supposed to be Champion back then used to be all right, though. The oh. hospital shoes, yo. <laughs> Someone, but Dada needs to release theirs. Oh, remember the sprees? Yo, spree well. Yeah, he had the Dada. He had the he had the he had the rims on his shoe. The spinning rims. Oh man, I, I had a pair. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna. Bro, I saw them on the back of Source magazine, bro. My, I showed them to my mum. I was like, mum, I need some basketball shoes. And I saw these shoes on the back of Source, the Source magazine or Slam, one of them. And my mum was looking at me like, are you, are you joking? Oh, concrete. Bro, the face. It was two of us. Like we used to buy um stuff like double XL. So I ordered a pair of sprees off there and they took over long to come. I had to pay duty on them. And my virgin saw them. He was like, what's this? I was like, yeah, these are my new crimes. Dada sprees. And then he went to search for dadas. He couldn't find the sprees. He bought the ones with an MP3 speaker in them. Oh my days. They were the most ridiculous shoes ever. Why oh did we ever buy shoes with speaker in them? Bro, because... Because we didn't understand, this is the transition between stuff, but it helped the culture so much. Like, I always say that the British basketball has no culture. Like, this helped the culture so much. Like, the, the NBA culture, it helped it so much. NBA style, all that stuff from behind. That stuff influences M- MVPs now. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, like, shoe deal, like, shoe deal, I, I can't remember the last NBA player that won the MVP. Actually, Derrick Rose, the last NBA MVP that I can remember that wore Adidas. Derek, actually, James was did James Harden win the MVP in as an Adidas player? Yes. Okay, so there's two Adidas guys and the rest have been Nike. For the last what ten years? Under Armour. Oh, it's Stephen Curry. Yeah, but he got had their own shoe. Yeah, he, he was gonna go to Nike as well, bro. He was gonna go to Nike. They matched the, his... they matched the Matt... deal though, didn't? They oh, no, the... it wasn't even that. It was the first one where they fumbled it. Yeah, they called they called him Steven or something. And he was like, bro, you don't, you don't, don't even they know They called my him name. Steven and then put KD's name on the presentation. They fumbled oh, the bag. They, yeah, bro. And KD almost went over there. 
That's a damn shit. Yo, LeBron had a hundred million before he dribbled the ball in the NBA. A hundred mil? But his shoes are cold. I had a pair of those. I had a low top. What's wrong with you low top, man? Bro. Low tops are good, bro. Low tops are the, the, the future. Listen, you got bro, I just turned my ankle now thinking of putting on a pair of them. Nah, low tops, bro. If you got bounce, you can't wear high tops, man. Good <laughs> Sorry, ankle. That's a I've never had. <laughs> it, it takes it, it takes two inches off your bounce, man. I was wearing these Paul Georges, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I was dunking people in them Paul Georges, but... Not the, the computer Kobe, shoe. You got the computer shoe? Oh, I had the PG... The PG... Twos. I got them from Arizona. PS1. I got them. PS? No, no, that's the PG 2.5s. Okay, good. <laughs> I see bare, I see bare young, young youths wearing them. I'm like, bro, you weren't even alive when, when Metal Gear Solid came out. Come up my face with them <laughs> shoes, bro. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, speaking of which, Ish, your boy's been having a little bit of a nostalgia run in the last few days, man, posting old videos. Shout that? out to Stefan Gill, man. Oh, hey, you see the Matrix. Come on! You see the Matrix? Oh Listen, my Listen, some of you young boys might not know nothing about that. Bro, that guy is the strongest guy I ever was I was ever been around, bro. Like he is so strong, bro. I used to make sure I was in the gym when he was in the gym, bro. I used to bro, make sure. What are you telling, bro? This guy had me like I swear to you. So um, I was coaching at Manchester, and he was getting his fitness company off the ground, Enhance Fitness. Yeah. Enhance Performance. My fault. Uh, so I put a couple kids on summer camp with him, you know, just to get them a little bit stronger, because that's something that kids are not doing too much of over here. It's just the S and C stuff; they don't understand it. Yeah. So I came through to check on, you know, their progress. He's like, "Where you going?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm always like, no, you know, you training." I looked. Oh, yeah. I saw what no. they were doing. I was like, "No, nah, this is long for me," but I couldn't be a bitch, <laughs> so I had to jump in. Oh. This Bro, it was Bro. punishment. The guy had me doing lunge walks with um 80 kg barbell on my back, the length of the Amici Center car parking back. Yeah, he's, he's overdoing it. This guy's what he used to do, bro. Like, I used to go, we used to do abs with him. I used to be out there dying, bro. And I, I, I got, so, I, I, I'm strong in it, but this guy's overdoing it. This guy's abs have like cartilage and, 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 <laughs> bro. <laughs> He's overdoing it, bro. Like, but I tell you, I don't even like talking about the negative things about his strength, yeah. But you seen him pick that you up in that meeting center and drop it. Oh wow, Jack Prescott. Listen, he picked Jack up Preston, that you. Sorry, the, the Northumbria you. Bro, he picked that, that you up. You ever seen a man in Scotland in the kilts picking up them big trees? That's what it looked like, bro. I couldn't believe it, bro. That Northumbria scrap here, I was there. Like, you know, you see where the scorers table is. Yeah. And there's that little gap, and then there's the Northumbria bench. I was stood oh. where, right where I had a straight line to see what happened to Steph. So they were from the first minute, all they wanted to do was piss him off, which, you know, if you can piss Steph off, he's not going to play. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. But it's tough. He's a very calm youth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, like it was from minute one. They undercut him on jumpers. They were bumping it, everything. And this guy came to set a pick on Steph. Steph is short. This guy's yeah. about 6'4", so he set a pick with his elbows up, so that licked him in the head. Steph was like, nah, it's late for that. Headlock. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this guy picked man up. I never see... He picked man up like a baby. And everyone was talking to me about it. And I was like, yo, like people from Northumbria, you know, they were talking to me about it. I said, yo, you lot, you lot play too much games with street youths, bro. You lot do all the talking and the elbowing and all that. 
But when it comes to learning how to behave, and when you get picked up, you're all you now you want to play victim, you know? Because they did the same thing in in Worthing. I don't know. Allegedly, I heard certain man got slapped up in Worthing. I weren't there. I wasn't. I was in Germany at the time. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just saying. I running. Yeah, bro. I'm just saying. Hey. You know, bro, that team was, they, they were easy to dislike, you know. But they were, don't get me wrong, they're good basketball players, and you, it's good to be a good basketball player, but there's a line, you, and you must maintain that line, bro. Uh, the, the Thames Valley guy, this guy from Thames Valley was overdoing it. I said, bro, you're from, bro, shut your face. As soon as the Blaine. game finished, this, not Blaine, that's my guy. But Blaine, Blaine's my guy, but Blaine told me the story about what happened over there, and, I, and where, even how Blaine explained it, I said, Blaine, he had to get. He had to get. He had to get cooked for that. Like you have to accept that. You know. Oh, that's but, like you know the funniest part about that scrap was there was this one you, um, James Banton. So he's from Leeds. He was at Northumbria doing uni. When the scrap kicked off, every man jumped off the bench. It was right in front of the Northumbria bench. He's literally sat there with his arms crossed, looking at everyone's scrap. He's like, nah. He must not get minutes. I ain't gonna lie, cause. <laughs> like, you know, you know them, man. You know them, them kind of man. Like, yo, if it's ever beef, I ain't helping you, man. Because look, I don't get minutes. So if you man come off the bench and you all get suspended, at least I get to play. So you know some of them, man. I'm done. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen them before. I'm looking at them like, fam, is that is this your time? Is this your time to shine right now? Man? Is this what you're gonna do? But some of these young boys, especially these these boys that do the the stuff, you know, you can tell they're not understanding what's going on right now. Because they, they're in the crowd, you know, they're doing a hoo hoo, you know, when they all crowd up and they all do the, you know, the huddle and all that, they, they believe that garbage, you know? And then they come across someone like Stephen Gill, who you just look at as a basketball player, but you forget he ain't no joker, you know? And he it's picks you up. You, bro. My man picks you up like, a, like four bags of shopping and drops you on the floor. It's scary. Scary, bro. I, I, Yo, Michael I almost got done up. Like that scrap's going on. Michael and Nova comes to grab him from behind to get him out. Yo, Steph spun around so fast he didn't know who it was, bro. Michael was like, bro, oh, shit. I was scared for him, bro. I've been scared for people around Steph and Gil for years since 2012 because I seen this guy box. So I've been and and the thing is with him, he's wham, yeah. Steph and Gil's wham. He's not only wham, but he is so quick. He's an alien, bro. He's weird. He's 40 inch jump, 40 inch vert. Six four percent body fat and quick as anything. He will pet you. I tell everyone. I always tell people when he play, he always gets quiet numbers. Enough people, people. It's quiet numbers. Like quiet. Yeah. I like quiet it, numbers. Man. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite teammates of all time. Uh, ish. Yeah. Who's a better dunker between you and Steph? Let, come on, everyone knows I dust him off in a in a in a in a in a, in a dunk contest. It's not even a competition, really. He got bounce. <laughs> I'm happy for man. You know. Bad people can jump, but yeah, let's let's be serious. Who's a better dunker, you or Nate Shaw? Let's be, be serious, bro. Put someone else in front of me. Nathan Shaw got bounce, but we don't care about one foot bounce out here. When it comes to dunk contest dunks, we don't care about dunk. We don't care about that. I've got too much in my bag. Still, still, right now. If you put money on the table, hey, you're losing all your money if you bet on Nate or Steph, and they got bounce. I guess that's all, right. it? You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Boys, yo. Hey man, I've got love for both of them. Steph, that's my brother. Always gonna be my brother. Don't see each other as much as we should, but you know that's life. And Nate, listen, I'm, 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 Nathan was so important to what we achieved this season at Lancashire Spinners, man. He showed up at my time of need. He didn't even hesitate. Didn't ask no questions. 
Um, so I, I really appreciate that, man. Seriously. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good. He's another one of a great, good teammate of mine. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I wish he stayed in Germany a bit longer, but I guess I don't know. I guess he just got tired of like he just gets tired of the actual pro life. Sometimes I feel like he gets too tired of. It, you know. it, it's it's not it's not as glamorous as people seem to think it is, man. Bro, it's, I try to tell them it's just a grind, bro. Like, it's tough. And that <laughs> is a beautiful segue into our next topic, which is mental health and sport, man. Especially when you you're living away from home in foreign lands, bro. Yeah, yeah. my ah, boy, fool. I mean, it depends how much you like with, with basketball. I think. It, it depends how much you care about winning. If you care about winning a lot and you're losing, it builds a question in your heart. It, 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 it could cause you a lot of issues, especially and the grinding itself, trying to get on a team, could cause you a lot of mental health issues. You know, you hear a lot of no's. You know, yeah. You know, and, and there's there's loads of there's loads of things where mental health in sport needs to be taken way more serious. Way more and I, I, I agree with you on that front, and I was, and that was the question I was going to ask. Like, do we feel that mental sport is taken serious enough? Like in sport, like do we do as much as we do in other departments of sport to ensure that everybody goes like the right, it gets the right direction. You know what I mean, or the right information and so forth and so forth. Well, it it, it doesn't, and it's it's from a societal perspective as well where okay think about it this way you got work tomorrow case yeah? yeah and you've got a heavy chest like you, you just can't whatever's going on you phone up your boss you're like yo i'm not feeling too good i don't think i'm gonna come in tomorrow my chest is feeling such and such a way okay man just make sure you're good you know we'll see you on tuesday or whatever but can you pick up the phone to your boss and say yo my mind is not in a good place right now i can't come in tomorrow can you do that not without any repercussion no yeah it's it's not mental health is not taken it's not taken like if you can physically do it you do it and, and that's yeah, the, it's, it's, it's very misunderstood and mental health isn't it's not something as simple as being resilient you know what i'm saying of course it's important to have that in your bag but yeah. mental health could be something as simple as you know something that is not connected to what you're doing at that moment you're not even thinking about whatever it is that you're going through but it's there in the back of your mind you know, yeah. subconscious. Most of mental health issues are subconscious. Yeah, you know, I love, as you were saying just now in that situation and me picking up the phone and saying my head's not in it and me having no repercussion, the repercussion becomes an issue because on top of what you're going through, now your manager's telling you something else that builds on top of what you've already had and it, and it makes a climb. Um, I just feel like we need to, I mean, as much as we run classes and, you know, like, seminars on on like coaching and tabling and stuff like that i feel like with mental health i know it's not the easiest to kind of pick up especially if you're not qualified in that sector but i kind of do you understand like a, a basic guideline to, to ensure that our players are going in the right direction with that you know yeah and it's something i i won't say i pride myself on but it's just something i'm able to do is pick up on people's cues as players with their their mindset yeah, and that happens more and more if you're working with juniors, especially. Yeah, because we put yeah. it down to oh man, they're moody. They're, what, what do you mean they're moody? What is it that's causing their moods to shift? Get to the bottom of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, once you start to understand that these are actual issues that people are dealing with every day, even away from your sport, 
you know, you're, you're better able to cater to them and adapt to what their needs are. Yeah. I, I think the biggest issue why it's not taken so seriously, mental health as a whole is not taken so seriously, is because if you're not a star player, and let's be real, in British basketball especially, if I, if I can yeah. only talk from the perspective of British basketball, there aren't really any star players that are not replaceable. I yeah. think one of the only star players that is really difficult to replace is Justin Robinson because he's British and he's the best player in the league. So it's like, if you lose Justin Robertson, you have to reshape everything you're doing. A lot of these other yep. players are replaceable. Like, you know, if, if, if Orland Jackman can be on one of the best teams in, 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 in the country last year, now he's playing on the worst team in the country this year. It proves that... In Division 1, just say Division 1. Don't say in the country. <laughs> Bro, contextually, what they were, do, what they were doing before... When they were getting, they were what they were doing before. Contextually, you have to look at them as one of the worst teams in the country. Or what we're doing is saying we have to go to the bottom league and find the worst team in that league and say they're the worst team in the country. That's not how it works. Contextually, that's the worst team in the country because you pride yourself. All the other leagues should pride themselves on the top two leagues. If you can take a team to the BBL straight away, that's a money move. That's not nothing to do with your quality. But if 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 you're in the Division One, you earn that place, or you lost that place. So contextually, Essex last year, I used to play for Essex. I, like I'm a fan of a lot of people from Essex. You were the worst team in the league last year by far. And you were the worst team team in the country in comparison. Because I'm just saying, there's a team in D1 that got washed by 80 points. That's all I'm saying. All I know <laughs> is, all right, fair enough, right? But Liverpool had locals. Essex recruited people and had an uh, academy backing them. Fair. How do you? They get bro. We washed. They got washed by sixty. They got washed by fifty. They they got washed a lot of times. Like Liverpool though, but the reason Liverpool they had locals only. Liverpool had no business being in that league, bro. No business. No business. I told well, they earned the right to be there. You know what I mean? Bro, check it out, yo. They ran through D2 unbeaten, cuz. They went through D2 unbeaten. They deserve to be there. Well, if you listen, if you run through if you run through D2 unbeaten, you gotta understand D2 and D1 are two different en- en- no, animals. Yeah. I hear you on that. That's hundred percent true. D1, D- wait, wait, wait. D1, you have two Americans on each team who played in college, who did this, who did that, who are who are held accountable for what they're doing. All the bottom teams don't have no Americans, right? Barkanabi has the the best players you under under eight under 19 in the country. The best. So if you separated them players and you put them on other teams, they help them other teams. Their immediate rotation, their top seven of their guys help other teams, period. They just beat Fenerbahce, whoever it was in that tournament, right? So they're not going to go down. Leicester Warriors have two Americans. They never go down. So the fact that you're Liverpool and you're looking at everyone else coming completely unprepared for this league, you don't deserve to be there. Because the but first that, tweet I saw Liverpool tweet... entirely true because Calf, D1 player. Jack Hudson, D1 player. Dave Wolf, D1 player. Like, they had bare man on there, that D1 calibre, not even just from last season. They've been in D1. Yeah. Bro, these men play BBL, but let me tell you something. I, I, like, I, I like Jack Hudson as a player, right? But have you seen his resume? Yeah. He played at Mersey Tigers. He was 16 years old at Mersey Tigers. Bro, but do you remember what Mersey Tigers were? At the time he first arrived there, they were on the back end of when they were good, and then the year no, after no, no. is when they fell off. 
Jack Hudson. What, what year did he go to Mersey Tigers? Because the Jack Hudson I know played with Josh McGinn. Is that the same? Yeah, he, same that, kid, that right? was the second. I think I think that was the second year he was there. That was the worst. That was the worst team in BBL history for a little while. No, yeah, right? Birmingham Knights were just no. I don't. That then Birmingham and then Birmingham Knights came in. Like I got I got I got love for some people that I know that used to play for that team, but yo, oh. if I'm not gonna say it to you honestly, no one will. Y'all sucked. <laughs> That simple. Birmingham Knights, Mersey Tigers. These these are teams you don't want on your resume, to be honest. So we we can't say if he can contribute to a winning franchise bar D two yet. We can't say that. He was on a good Lancashire Spinners team in D one. That's true as well. That's true. So see, so that's that's that's. But the last two, the last three teams he's been on. So Mersey. Manchester Giants, who we beat, and I'm I'm not being rude to him. I like him as a player a lot. I think he does a lot. I watched him play recently in the BBL. He couldn't. He wouldn't affected us. We would have we would have smacked them with him or without him, right? But his David Ulf. I was surprised how bad he played actually, Ulf, because I really like him um, on Manchester Giants. I felt like he was a good. That was a good team for him to go to. But like, were they prepared? They weren't prepared. They weren't prepared to play Division One basketball, man. Because the first tweet the person put out was, what did he say? He said, oh, we didn't bring no Americans in. That's not what we do here. All right. Maybe he's, he's trying to have that faith in his uh, homegrown talent rather than... Okay. That's never worked. You have to... Yeah, you have, yeah we know. We know. <laughs> but... You have to... <laughs> you have to um, invest in homegrown talent. You don't just right, scrap exactly. them together and ask right. them to play for free. Okay, but check this though. So you saying that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta say that it doesn't work. But then on the other side of that, if it turned out that it did work, then you know what I mean. That that statement's no longer it it doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Cool. I read comics, and then Earth Two. Maybe I'm on a bad team. So, (laughs) but I'm I'm living on six one six normal plane, the normal plane right now, and right now. They didn't put the team together that could compete at that level. I really, they have one guy that I really like. If I could break that team up and take some guys, I would like. They had a guy number twelve on Liverpool, the black guy, the Wham You. Awesome. Cafel, oh, dude, man, listen, bro, you don't want no problems with Cafel. Trust me, this guy is a hooper, bro. I like him a lot, and obviously they got Reese and Ellis, right? And they got nah, the, nah, the, nah, the big, nah, I the don't big know about them ones there, bro. Bro, Reese. I've never seen him play a second of defense in my life. He don't play defense, but yo, come to my team. I point out some guys that don't play no defense. Go to, go to um, Solit. There's guys that couldn't play defense by one on one if they tried. So, it, like, that's just one. But Reese can score, bro. He can score. So, it's. it's I, I get what bro, you're saying. I don't want your thirty when you're giving up thirty. Bro, they're giving up thirty regardless, bro. It's, it's, it's Liverpool. You know, I don't want your thirty when you're turning around and giving up thirty on the other end. That's Barkin, not what I do. Barkin, Barkin don't have enough offense to be top four in our league, but they could. They play enough defense. Yeah, they don't have enough offense, so it, it, it's, it's 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 a balance. You know, it's, it's it's tough, but it's a balance. You got to look at it that way. But obviously, we're talking about mental health, and you know, losing games. In a high-pressure situation, can affect your health. 
you know what I'm saying? I, I felt like when I was in Germany my first year, my third year, it really affected my mental health. Like, I, I was ready to quit playing. Yeah. I was ready, man. We were losing every week. No one cared. Um, I was away from my kids. Like, I had to, like, this is before, like, I had a, like, this, I was talking to them on tango. You know, I'm going mm. to practice. I'm, I'm going to practice. And my daughter was small when I was in Germany. My, my second kid, she was like, like, you know, she's annoying now, but she was, a, she was amazing, like a little baby, you know, intelligent, learning new words. I come, I come home at Christmas time. She has more teeth in her mouth. Like, like you miss all that and it can affect you, especially when you're losing. You're like, why am I here? What am I doing? So, and, and they didn't offer, and I'll be honest with you, they didn't offer no help for my mental health. They knew, they knew how I, how I changed through, through the month. They probably just put it down to my attitude. So that's what I was going to ask you is like, you know, what, what kind of support structure exists out there for, especially foreign players? I've only spoken to what my own, the only team that ever spoke to me about them, about, my, about mental health and how my mental health was, was Hanover, Hanover Corbiega. But we was a winning team and they took it serious. Some of these losing teams and these teams that don't win often and don't know how to run a business, they don't look at every aspect of what could affect their business, be detrimental to their business. Mental health mm. is detrimental to your business. Yeah. It could cause you to do to indulge in drugs, indulge in other vices, and it can affect you, your franchise for the worse. So when I first got there, he, heard, he, he sent me this, he gave me this whole book about how to behave, da, 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 and at the end of it, if you ever have any problems when you're missing home, if you ever feel like this, if you ever feel like that, we want you to talk to us about it. Actually, I yeah. almost went to play for Reading Rockets two years ago, maybe three. And I sat with the owner of the Reading Rockets guy and he's really big on mental health. He has a guy that comes in and talks to the guys during practice about their home life and the decisions they're making on and off the court. So it's just what you care about, to be honest. Yeah, yeah and like, look, the makeup of the, the team I have at Lancashire Spooners, again, the only person I have that's from out of the immediate area is Barry Webster. But he's he's damn near a local now. You know, he's, he's settled. Um, I know pretty much all of these guys, except for two of the youngest guys we had on our team who I'd never worked with before. I knew pretty much all of them in some capacity before we started this season, right? So... I know what they're about, I know their their characters, their personalities, and it's something I was always aware about in terms of where are they in terms of their mindset. You know, the guy that you might think is a hothead, mm. he gets that way because he's irritated, but what irritates him is when no one's talking to him. Something happens or something isn't quite right and no one talks to him about it he gets irritated and that's where the hot-headedness comes from you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and I knew that about him so I always made sure I was in his ear about every little thing even the ones that didn't seem like they didn't matter you know so I, I'm basically I'm just saying to you like look I see what you're seeing I share your concerns stick with me yeah just to <laughs> give you kind of sorry just to give you a kind of concept what we're doing with numbers so with anxiety and depression are two major things in sports and maybe panic disorders you have about eight people in a hundred that go for anxiety and depression in sport so eight people in every 100 but think about it when you think grand scheme of things eight percent of any demographic is actually a lot of people yeah, yeah. you know and it is 
it's it's very tricky because you don't you don't always know how far to take something like that because some people are very private don't like to talk a lot even when they're going through stuff so how like how do you approach them which which are the guys who you can approach you know it's, it's a balancing act and that's a culture thing as well basketball is an urban sport it's played a lot in the inner cities a lot of the inner cities there's low there's is, is raised on you know poverty and poverty is bad for your mental health as well so if you if like if you look at for instance like the london lions right most of the local most of their london their british based players came from some sort of area that had low low funding violence drugs and all these things those things right in that community should teach you as an organization to think about mental health more I understand some of the out, of, out of the, some some of the owners that are on the out of out, outskirts of that, you know. But teams like Glasgow, London Royals, London London Lions, those kind of teams that have these inner city like push, like Glasgow had a massive um, issue with youth crime and stuff. That stuff is knife is crime. Associated. Glasgow was worse than London for knife crime, and that yeah. was that that was down to funding and 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 poverty and. What, what boils under those kind of things when you're teaching a kid a sport is you need to know, identify where it comes from. So I understand why some of these teams neglect it, but I think there's no excuse in 2020. It's the biggest thing going now. Yeah, it is. And so far, we've been talking about mental health from a player standpoint. Us as coaches, like you have to factor that into it as well. And I'll tell you like this. I personally, I do not I don't trust like credit as a coach like people giving me credit I don't trust it I don't like it simply because especially when you're coaching juniors you know you win a game or you win final fours or whatever you're the best thing since sliced bread you're that guy Bro, you lose a game there's no lonelier place if you're not prepared for it yep as soon as the tie changes one bad result then you're on the other side of it you're on the other side of it now, honestly I, I've you know, only this year with spinners really started to care about what was the result at the end of the game because I had to. That was my job. But that wasn't my job when I was coaching these juniors at Manchester, whether it was the boys or the girls. But the thing is, not everybody understood that. You know, everyone's got their own agenda and I understand it. But, you know, in the I, I, I saw it plain as day. When we won a game, it was awesome. Everybody was awesome. Oh, did you see how she played? She was great. The blame game that happens on these kids from other parents when they lose, like, it was disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So, so. And I actually had to have a conversation with one parent once after a game, like, tell me right now that if any one of these other ladies was speaking in the manner about your kid that you just spoke about her, you wouldn't be ready to fight. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they, they didn't understand it without me saying it to them, that it was just... You know, blaming a kid. By the way, the only bad play that kid had the whole game. They were great otherwise, but they made one bad play, which if you're just, you know, walking in the building, that's the only thing you see. Oh, she cost you the game. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you've ignored every other thing the kid has done brilliantly. The fact is, we're not even in the game without that kid. They made one bad play at a bad time. The, oh man, I... I I had to have a long phone call with the bosses over that one just to say, you know, man, I'm going to start putting hands on some of these parents just to let you know. 
I think parents are the worst thing that can happen to junior basketball, to be fair, because they're too opinionated and they don't know half the stuff that we go through. Uh, they don't know the game. You know they don't know the game. No, your they average might... sport parent is not even a basketball thing. I've always said, and I say this a lot to some of my colleagues I have um, and the basketball friends I have around the country, and take this for whatever you want to take it. I always say, if you're at a sporting event and you want to find an idiot, look for a fan. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's true, man. Like, I, I feel like like there needs to be a better like with etiquette with parents. Yeah, understanding. But I, my daughter plays football at a pretty high level, right? You should hear some of the things them parents say. I never, I listen to them like that doesn't even make sense athletically. Like mm. athletically speaking, that does not make sense what you just said. You know. And but they, but this, these are people that never kicked the ball in their life at any kind of level. But they'll talk about these kids that are trying to do something positive. But because you pay your money, you feel like you're entitled to speak. I teach the under 12s at, um, at my boss at, at Worthing. Some of the, like, I listen to some, what some parents say there, like, for all the ages. And I'm like, mm. we need to, we, it, but it needs to come together, though. If, if parents and coaches can come together and understand these are the rules of the land here, this is the culture here. Things change much better and it's better all around, not just for the team ethos, but for the mental health of kids anyway. Yeah, it's just, but it's easier said than done because every year we have a pre-season meeting where we set out that store. Uh, yeah. This one of the juniors. We say, look, this is these are our goals. These are our targets. This is what we're doing for your kids. This is what we expect of them. Here's what we expect of you. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely, I agree. Man, that goes out the window first game. Yeah, I know. I mean, Greg, you know, as well as I do, we've been dealing with... The kind of some of the same rot with, with a family obviously with, with, the, with the player situation obviously I'm dealing with the I've been coaching the young boy and you were coaching the, the, the daughter and you see how the tides are quite different between the two and it's, that's it's, it's that we've, been, one, brother, like. we've been dealing with for that for years you know so and you've got a situation where two kids from the same family play the same sport now just for whatever reason for circumstances they're, they're never actually at the same club right fine but one of them is completely starved of attention and the other one is overblown and i mean uh, overblown in the yeah. same house that's tough but who has to deal with it i know yeah yeah you guys gotta deal with it but we can do it only limitedly you see because yeah, if, we, if we if we go the way we want to go then we open us up we'll open ourselves up to ridicule you I mean, I mean, I told you about this case where I had to have the conversation about, look, I understand the support and the love you're showing your kid, but that's causing you to make a mistake, especially as far as nutrition goes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the kid was being overfed, you know, weight was an issue. So I had to have that conversation. And like, it feels on a certain level as if you're almost telling someone how to raise their kid. And it's right. not a comfortable conversation to have. But I mean... You know why I don't get too stressed about that conversation like when I have it? Because your role as a coach is if, you, if you're entrusted with this kid, you have to say this is what's happening on the basketball court and this is not coming from me, so it has to be coming from you. So I don't think it's you should ever feel uncomfortable. Like, I, have kids, I have kids that walk into my gym late in flip-flops. Yeah. But and, then I, I, and then I cuss them out and they go, well, my mum bought me. But I said, you, 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 you get dropped off in the car park you get on your journey here you could put your basketball shoes on you get dropped off in the car park and you could run from the car park to the gym you stroll in while you're late 
and you're late. I cuss you out, you go sit in your mum's lap. The mum now is the issue there. Yes, no. and to be you fair, that's the rule we had. Like, um, the last team I had at Mystics was, look, life happens. We understand that you can't always be on time because some of you are relying on your parents to get you a bar. Okay, fine, whatever. But here's the deal. You do not walk in through those double doors into the gym until you're ready to hit the floor and go. So that means get your shoes on, get your kit on, get what if whatever's in your mind that's bothering you for the time being that you, the argument you just had with mom or your boyfriend, deal with that before you walk in through the doors because you, if you're not in the right frame of mind to practice, you're going to have a bad practice and then everything's just going to get worse. Yeah man, I mean like I'm we mental health for me, I think my mom set me up pretty much to prepare for the worst. I probably would say not in a ne- negative way. Mum was a really positive person, but you know, you, you know, being black and living in London and dealing with a lot of things you have to deal with. My mum set me up to a way where I feel like, like I could deal with a lot of things. But when I left my children for the first time to play basketball in Germany, I think I had a long adjustment period where I was like, like you're literally just alone. Like I'm talking about, I used to cook for my kids wipe their butt now that I don't I can't physically have them in front of me so I think you have to just prepare for the that's the, that's the best way I could say you know just yes and it's culture up. it's all culture because I went to uni in Cardiff far from home bro I'm from Manny you get me and it's Wales you, like it's just different from anywhere else I've been in this whole country you people think it's just the UK nah bro it's it's different and I showed up, I'm living in halls, and promise you, there was a man in there who couldn't even boil pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary, man. Uh, I didn't explain this one properly. The man was a mature student from uh, from Pakistan. He was well off. Um, he's been, he's just, he, you know, he's been sent to uni so he can learn how to run the family business back home, basically. He didn't even open the gate for himself to leave the house in his car like he had them people there. He couldn't even boil pasta, bro. That's crazy. But that can affect so how you. How do you, you think this guy dealt with life away from home in a completely yeah. different culture? Like, a lot of mental health is being prepared from from the circumstance, like not being like a victim of the circumstance, but being prepared in the circumstance. Yeah, it's so building. Got... It's muscle memory. Everything's muscle memory. When you see a difficult situation. You know, people from our our culture were, deal, were, were taught to deal with it, not ignore it, deal with it. Yeah, I mean, we people from our culture also we had some we have some hang-ups, you know, like with mental health. We didn't deal, we didn't we haven't done the best because not everyone can just just deal with it, you know. But it, it does kind of set you up fundamentally to to try and to try and problem solve, you know. Like if you don't have a washing machine. You don't sit there and cry about it. You wash your, you wash your stuff in the sink. You know, just little things. Yeah. Kind of helped, which kind of helped you progress and be stronger. Uh, it, it's very important. Like so, for those of you, and this it kind of in a way ties into one of our topics last week. We we're, we're talking about British kids in college transferring in NCAA, and it's just so weird that ever since we spoke about that, and I've been paying attention over the last week, it's like it it got worse. So, part of that is, okay, you're over there, you've been over here playing basketball for however long you've been, 
the guy or the girl or whatever program you've been in by the time you get to the states from here that's been the situation now you're to all intents and purposes nine times out of ten when you go over the euro scrub yeah to the bottom you know used by comparison so how are you dealing with that how are you dealing with the fact that you're, you're playing the game you've always known but you're playing it under different rules you know you don't understand your teammates when they speak all the time because trust me some americans are different um you don't understand your coach your coach doesn't have the time to give you the attention that you've always had when you're over here you know you're just another piece of the puzzle how are you dealing with that and by the looks of things not very well yeah and i want everybody after this i think i might stick a, a link in the description go and read christina gaskin's blog about what she went through in the states with her college experience um it's really eye-opening and some of the kids that i've personally uh worked with before they've gone to the states that i still speak to to this day some of the things they tell me that they had to go through by the way michael a number you know after yeah. a month he wanted to come home really was, yeah he wanted to come home bro my teammate tom ward told me the craziest story he tells me the craziest overseas stories about when he was in america playing it was playing for playing in um in college and when he went to spain playing um in academies and pro like some of these things i don't think everyone could have dealt with what he dealt with and this guy is the most positive like it's so he's so weird as how positive he is after nah you know what tom be like that sometimes you see tommy like yo this can't be real man are you always you, yeah why are you, he is though i've seen him angry once once and i've known him for years i've seen him angry once he was, he was playing a game and we just he was just he just blew up and i've never seen him do that before another before person he, obviously not to the same level as tom but another person i know from down there who's almost the same as brandon uh, yeah. Okoronko, like yeah guy like you what, is there nothing that bothers you but this guy he had um he he had a really quite he talks about mental health a lot he, he has a, he he writes about depression he had depression and he writes about it and talks about it a lot man like if you read up on some of the stuff he says like i read up i read up a lot of the things he talks about and it's it's mad to think about like that someone like that went through it someone mentally you feel i feel like he's super mentally tough like when he plays basketball he looks like the most mentally tough person you could ever see but he went through it man and like now he's trying to mentor other people for it and that's that's important like you need the people with the experience of making it out the other side to be able to talk to someone like that you know what i mean no better person to do it no better person that actually lived the experience but yeah um shout out to everybody out there playing your sport or just living your life if things get tough bro we understand bro it's not as if everything's supposed to be smooth talk to someone i beg talk to someone yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on a positive note so last week we we looked at music a little bit we looked at posse cuts you know i've, I've been banging that playlist hard this week but um i think lockdown's got people on their creative side now because i've been seeing ig beat battles from some of the biggest producers in the world you've seen this issue i've seen it but like i don't like like i don't like a lot of these use like as people so I, I don't indulge like what i've been seeing like on ig is you know i who did i see the other day man like is it stacks one of these youths with gold teeth in their mouth and they go on live and these people kind of join in on live 
You know what I'm talking about, like little Boosie and them. I've been seeing that. Uh, yo, Tory Lanez has the best one, bro. But Tory Lanez is is like I I, I felt like he he copied Bo- Boosie, bro. Boosie's a bit wild though. Boosie Boosie was doing a madness. Tory Lanez Tory Lanez is like Boosie said, if you do. Uh, uh, uh. On live, I'll give you a thousand dollars. Yo, that had me dying. That had me dying when he said that. Who did I see yesterday, though? The way he talks as well, man. The way Boosie talks is that he just makes everything sound extra. Bro, yeah, Boosie's overdoing it. It's so funny. I'm trying to see. Who did I see yesterday, man? Oh, man. It's the first one I, like, watched through. But then I realized they were pros, like... The, the, the women were pros. I, I was trying to see amateurs. He, he had like pros up there, so I was like, ah. Oh, oh, I can't even remember, man. Okay. Yeah, like, and I was trying to see homegrown talent, and he had American things on there. I was like, that's not that. Yeah, the only American man. I'm trying to see do them ones is Megan Thee Stallion. After that, I'm not interested. Well, bro, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, this it raised a mad question for me because, like, I. I don't judge anyone going to get their money. Yeah, do what you got to do to get your money. But there's people out there that are judging strippers for getting getting this money. Like, no, some of them are quite qualified educationally. Yeah, but the, the strip clubs are closed, bro. Like, I don't go to strip clubs, innit? That's not my bag. But the strip club, you know, industry is a cash business. Yeah. So how are they making their money when they're at home? That's a good so, point. That's I, a good I, point. And like one of my one of my friends got on a judgmental thing where the girl, the strip club, the, the woman had like a son, yeah. So she she just she just cleaned her son and put her son in the room and he was playing Fortnite. And and my my friend said, Oh what? He, she's got a son. And then I said, Bro, how many women out there got sons that don't pay for their kids? How many women are doing this on doing this on IG for free just for just for um for a clout? And not paying that the kid, the kid got is bathed, washed, and in his room playing Fortnite. That is her occupation on Fortnite. And wherever you think about where it is, her occupation is paying for a roof over her kid's health, head. She's gonna have to deal with the the consequences herself. It's not gonna. None of no one else is gonna care. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I was like, I don't, I don't. I personally don't want it for any of my family. But that is her occupation, and she is paying like she's paying for her for her son to be able to play on Fortnite, live in a house with hot water. Listen, some of these people out here are doing things for free. Their kid sleeps on the floor. I seen it. So I Bro, some of these it. same men that are judging girls getting on IG shaking their asses. Bro, you sell drugs. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. the fuck do you think you're talking to, bro? I, 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 I was shocked, bro. Like, like people love judging, you know. Another thing people are doing during lockdown, they're filming each other, filming other people that are outside. For them, oh, that's creepy, yo. Bro, I'm like, yo, you lot need to get, you lot need to get jumped. Mm-hmm. You lot need to get, you lot need to get jumped, man. But you could never behave like that during normal times. Oh my day, it's just. It's just the it's just the I'm better than you kind of attitude that I hate, man. I hate I hate it. It makes me so mad. But I, I heard about the Scott Scorch thing. I never watched it. I thought Scott Scorch was supposed to be going. Who went that TV pain then? Uh, Scott Storch. But that's not what I wanted to see. This one, if you're of a certain age, bro, 
Bro. If you're of a certain age, Cash Money taking over for the 99 and the 2000, Stop. if you remember that. Stop. 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 Greg. You know about Manny Fresh, bro. All right. All right. You know what? Can I just say something? First of all, this matchup, yeah? <laughs> this matchup was like, who was that guy that Joshua fought and knocked out in the second round? Charles? Charles, son? Charles? Anyway, bro, this is like. Casey, you better watch your mouth, bro. No, no, bro. I don't even think this. Why did this matchup happen, bro? Like, why did it happen? Like, you better watch your mouth. Bro, I don't care, yeah? Yeah? I don't think this matchup. This matchup was. I was like, you know what? Okay, it's come on, cool. Let's see. Bro, the matchup shouldn't have happened. Who won? I know who won. Yeah, don't even no, say no, no. for you. For you. Huh? Who won? Who, who won bro, in your opinion? Scott, 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 Alright, forget what he opened with, bro. Listen yeah, to what I'm saying. We're gonna go through track by track, innit? Because you're, you're oh, trying that's to a lot of rude, tracks, you know? That's a lot of tracks. I can give you the straight evaluation straight off the back. Okay, let yeah? me give you my evaluation. Sure. Scott Storch had too many tracks that were co-produced on there. Bet. Fair enough. Manny Fresh, it was him and him. Alright. So, and his tracks have lasted the test of time. He, ma, bear in mind, Manny Fresh been in here before Scott Storch, and he's still here. Not disputing that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, look at all the artists that Scott Storch dealt and, and Manny Fresh dealt with. Everyone's from the South, bro. Yeah? When it comes to versatility with artists, whether it's co-produced or not, bro, he's been a part of it. Chris Brown, Eve, Beyonce, Roots, Fat Joe, Little Wayne. Mary J. Blige, little Kim, Justin Timberlake, bro. That's for right. his eyes. I, I, I hear what you're saying, right? Me. Check, check, check the resume. Just check the resume. Because we're not even going to get into sales numbers and all that kind of thing there because. <laughs> you see what it's I long for me. Hey, Ishmael, every week, yeah? Every yeah. week we do this, this guy comes up with some kind of little, little sideline, pipeline, little thing that he's got on it. That's not getting to the sales and things. Bro, this wasn't too. You didn't tell me nothing about that part, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe in sales. I don't believe in sales. I don't think it helps. I don't believe in sales. I don't. That's like the ring argument. So I just need. Okay, I just exactly. need. Okay. I just need beats. If the beats bang, then the beats bang. But if you start talking to me, listen, man. Like the, the kind of people that buy music might like music. I swear, Britney Spears, bro. How much money she oh, made out of music? But do you know what I'm saying? Like Britney Spears made more money than Lauren Hill. They both I'm, just, look, I'm not saying yeah I'm not saying that Manny Fresh is rubbish he's not he's really exceptional but what I'm saying is it would have made more sense for him to do a clash with someone that's south based yeah that's fair Scott's dodgy sound is quite southern except for the pop tracks that he had on there yeah like Baby Boy with Beyonce and that oh. he's got a very southern sound even though he's from Philly Bro, I'm just saying, innit? Like, Scott Starch, you expect. Actually, you know what? So, I'm not, probably we didn't see it, innit? And I'm just going to digress for a second. Timberland and Swiss Beats, that's fair. These guys are two gi- gigantes, innit? Like, these are two but, enormous. But, but Scott, Scott, Storch and Tim, Scott Storch and Timberland had beef back in the day, bro. So, right. they're mad. They used to work together. 
But then, bro, right, so that's Timberland, had, Timberland was spitting bars for Scott Storch on that song with Nelly Furtado. Give it to me. Yeah, he was like, you just... Bro, all right, is that what we're doing? Bro, imagine Nelly then. Furtado giving you bars, man. That Nelly Furtado was giving Fergie bars, though. But Fergie went at Nelly. No, but they all did everyone because it was Justin versus Usher as well. And who else yeah. was it? Justin versus Usher, Nelly versus Fergie, and Timberland versus Scott. But exactly. From the second that Scott's torch got torched by um, DOE, right? The song called Piano Man. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but look for the song called Piano Man. Well, I remember Piano Man, yeah. Like, you can't chat to me after that. So, there's a bias. Because, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I used to, but like, when he produced um, The Massacre for 50 Cent, I love that album. It's a whack but, album. I mean, you know. <laughs> is that the is, is that is that the one with the, is that the it's one with the toys the toy soldiers? Uh no, uh, toy soldiers was Eminem, innit? No, 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 no. He's like where like where he's talking oh, about. Oh, the song with Tony Yayo. Yeah, whack. No, nah, that, that was, was toy soldiers. Was um get rid hold of hold on, I'm, I'm nah. Get rid of that trying was a bad boy album. I that know was a good album. Yeah, there's a couple of fillers on there. Let's not lie. That, yeah, there is a couple of, like just come up yeah, but yeah. Get Richard Die Try and got a lot of songs like they sound the same. I, I think we should put this to a public vote, but personally I think that Scott Storch won that one. And uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of celebrities that thought that as well, you know. Well, yeah, what the celebrities Scott, matter to me, bro? Yeah, them man them man don't have taste, bro. Like the Scott Storch songs I like that he dropped was Light Us Up Lil Kim, that bangs. <laughs> Always bangs. Um, let me blow your mind by Eve. That that was a tough track. Yeah, yeah, I, can't him, I, I can't give him. I can't give him break your neck. I can't give him break your neck because that, that did a lot of the production on that. Really? All right, yes. but look, that Jolene back. I give him that. Make it uh, rain. Climb your river. We already know that's Timberland. Yeah. No, Make it this rain. This is how cheeky the guy is, bro. Everyone knows that's a Timberland track. Make it rain. Chris Brown, couple Chris Brown bangers. He even started off Chris Brown. Come on, bro. I'm Come on, guys. Bro. The, the, the roots, the roots, bro. The roots. I love right. the roots. Family Affair, Mary J. Blige. That's a Dr. Dre track, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Let, what me I'm saying. Just, let me just go back to something that you said, Jay. You said the massacre was a good album, yeah. Bro, I'm going through the track list of this album. And my brain is <laughs> hearing the songs. This is the shit album, bro. I didn't say it was a good album. I said I liked it. Oh my days, bro! Like, I'd rather. He liked, he liked it, bro. <laughs> the only good song on this album is that piggy piggy bank tune, and in my head, that's it. What about Baltimore Love thing? Whack! Oh my Gatman and Robin, dead tune. Baltimore Love. Have you listened to the bars on Baltimore Love thing, bro? Fifty cent. Listen, fifty cent don't have bars. So if we're gonna talk uh, about bars, uh, uh, listen to this 50, track. Fifty oh, cent. He don't have bars. He don't have bars. He don't. He's not. He's not. Listen, he's not a barsman. I hear you. But that track right there, he was telling a story. Bro, he can no, make stop, tunes. Stop. Don't get me wrong. Like, like he he makes tunes that gas you up in it. What sold fifty cent? What sold him? Buzz. The only thing that sold him is the fact that he got shot nine times, bro. But let but me say something. Bro, we all know here. What sold 50 Cent for me? 50 Cent was on crud all the time. Like, if you let here heat, yeah? He's still on crud. No, yeah, he, he, got, he was on crud until he got humbled by Rick Ross. Yeah? yeah. He's on crud no more. <laughs> Fucking monkey. 
He got humbled, bro. <laughs> Everyone bro, get Rick Ross called this guy a monkey 70 times a day for like three months. Everyone gets G-checks. Everyone, bro. Like, it happens. It's not my day. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, innit? He was on crud until Ross told him, listen, know your role, B. What was the biggest song that Scott Storch dropped that was his own? I'm not talking about co-producer Timbaland and Dr. Dre. The biggest track that he dropped that was his own. What was it? I think I think it was I'm I I think it was Make It Rain, but probably if it wasn't Make It Rain, and you can judge me all you want, but I like this song. Me, myself, and I, Beyonce. But it's a pop track, you see. No, no, not Make It Rain. Sorry, Lean Back. I would have thought it was Lean Back. Sorry, that's what I would have thought his biggest song was. Correct. What was the biggest song Manny first dropped? Let's not even get into a debate about this. We've got a few. We've got Bling Bling. Back that ass up, Juvenile. Let's stop talking. Back that ass up by Juvie. Let's stop talking. Bro, I'm just saying, innit? It's like, you're, you're, you're. I'm just saying, for the aspect of it is he's a Southern producer, so he only mainly, he only mainly worked with Southern artists. Do you understand what I mean? I'm not saying he's rubbish, but it's because it's the, 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 the artists that he worked with were mainly Southern, so it would have been easier to match him up with someone that was a Southern artist that only bit like big time, isn't it? Like that baby. Him versus baby in that aspect, okay? But then. Scott Starch is someone that belongs to in in the clashes with the guys like uh, the 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 Dre's and whatever. No, he doesn't belong in the clash with Dre because Dre is his father. Anyway, look, all I'm saying is, yeah, Scott Starch won it. That's it. <laughs> hey, listen, Twitter polls coming up. I swear, I, I'm not having this. I'm gonna listen to it and then I'm gonna tweet about it later. I'll Ishmael, who you thinking? Who you thinking, Ishmael? Early early doors. I'm saying I'm saying it's gonna be Scott, but I'm gonna listen to it and then make my decision because it's like like I I have to listen. I, I have to give it the ear test. I can't give anything from behind this anything. I have to give it the ear test. I listened to a grime one the other day. Ooh, Skepta and uh, J Five. Yeah, like you know I hate Skepta in it. I hate Skepta. <laughs> I hate Skepta, bro. What happened, bro? What happened? Bro, skeptic shite, bro. Like he, 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 he actually, bro. This guy got away with saying go on for ten years, and then he got money and never said go on in again. Like, like he's got no bars, bro. None. But he is a he bit contradictory. He is. He he got endorsed. Like he's not a big. Like we have no grime. Like people don't think grime has lyricists in it no more. Only oh, people like, never understood what skeptic was because skeptic is a better producer than he is an MC. Yes, bro. And and you had you had like what Skepta did that was he bro Jeremy don't make music no more. Why? Yeah, but he's Jeremy's, but Jeremy's got more bar, Jeremy's got more bars than Skepta. Jeremy's all, like if you're if you're anyone that knows about grime, I'm not talking about these new youths, these new these new youths that wear prestos, even though Prestos came out yeah. long ago. Like these new youths think Skepta is the coolest Skepta the goat of grime. He was the one sitting there saying to people, oh, no designer, rear, 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 rear. As soon as the deal came, Ed he... Hardy! Bruh, like, this guy, I, saw, I swear I saw this guy wearing a bra. Yeah, he flipped it. This dress. He flipped it and went back. And he, yeah. he's, almost, he's almost 40, yeah? And he still doesn't develop bars. The worst thing Skepta ever did was that Hello Good Morning Grime thing with Diddy, bro. That embarrassed me. Oh, the remix. It's because when he came over, innit? When Diddy came over, he was hanging with him, innit? But these men. He gave the chain. 
these yeah, I hate that. These American man didn't come here to learn anything. That's, no, that's competition. They see what the competition is. But only the, 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 over, like, the like, young boys, the drill dudes, like um, like, who's the kid that just got killed? Um, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. He. But I'm talking about like the guys that were trying to to say grime was a good was a decent thing. They didn't go to see ghetto. Like if you listen to ghettos, you can't listen to Scorch Skeptic's album. Hands down, top three. Hands down, top listen, three. If you listen to Ghetto's album, Ghetto Gospel, yeah, that's a grime and, album. And, right. Hands down, three selected. Big track. Bro, he's Bro. bad. Like people don't get him, but he is bad. Bro, he's bad. This guy, I listened to, like, I listened to the guy's album then i tried to listen to skeptic's album i got three songs in and it was so ignorant i couldn't do it don't get me twisted yeah skeptic's got bangers he did that he did that song on drake's drake's um on drake's album that interlude yeah it bangs but i'm not listen if ghetto was on there it'd, be, it'd have been a problem like you can't listen to drake after ghetto like and the thing is with drake yeah he gets dubbed on every feature like when i hear a feature of him yeah I can't tell you if he was super better than someone, but I can tell when he's been dubbed. Like he did a song with, he did a song with Two Chains and some youth from um, that crew, that crew from South, the Southern crew. What's the? Is it? Is it Quavo? One of them youths, yeah. Oh, Migos. Migos. That's it. I don't listen to these, man. Like Drake was the worst guy on the, on the song. People don't understand. Drake is dubbed on. And listen to his new song. The new song he got he brought out. He's, Drake is the sceptre of America, bro. Like, he has no bars, but he turns out bangers, and it's annoying. My favourite song with... What's your favourite song with Drake on? It doesn't have to be a Drake song. It could be a feature, anything. My favourite Drake song? Oh, my days. It's probably... Um, there's one with Rick Ross. Made Man. Oh, no. It's... Um, what is this song, man? It's one with Rick Ross on You Can Thank Me Later. Thank Me Later, maybe? With the, the beats. Disgu- That's another thing about Skepta and Drake, yeah? Their production is disgusting, so you can't tell that they're whack. You start listening to the song too much and then you hear their bars. That's the thing. Like, and the thing wow. is, you know Drake's producers because of Drake. That's true. Don't get, but, but, but producing, yeah? Producing, yeah? It, 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 you, you know, Take Care. That's the album. It's Underground Kings. Is it Underground Kings? What's the song with with um? Rick Underground Ross? Kings has got uh, no. Um, Lord knows, Lord knows. That's my favorite Drake song. And why is it my favorite Drake song? Because Rick Ross dubs him on it. So it's 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 just it's just it's just so funny. Like people like Skepta and Drake, they get really good production, yeah, and they turn out albums with really good beats. And then you listen to the song and t- the album until you get bored, and then you hear the bars. And you're like, yo, whack! Oh my <laughs> days! Was I sitting there listening to this for the whole summer? But he's gonna trick me again. When that new album comes out, I'm banging that album. Yo, I, what's I, this I, about? This man's making TikTok songs. He is, but they're caught in the market. You can't go out. Well, I just did a switch, and everyone's switching into. No, apparently he's dropped the next track that is literally. This is what people are telling me is bespoke for TikTok. Bro, the dance song, the left foot up, right foot slide. Bro, I what don't know. I've not heard it yet. Bro, it's 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 garbage, bro. Bro, yes, I'm he's, following, to tell you. he's following the revenue stream at the end of the day. 
that's what I'm saying. He's tricking man. Like he's tricking man. He knows what sells. Like even well, even girls. Look at the OnlyFans. They know what sells. You think they're on there talking about politics, bro? No. <laughs> they got they they're getting their coochie out, bro. And 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 that's what sells. But are they doing? Hey, listen. The, if uh, someone's buying, there's nothing wrong with selling. Fam, no, I agree, but it's but, but you can still look at that and go, that's garbage. That's not helping this. That's not helping the culture in any kind of way. If a fem, like a feminist, can look at that and go, you're harming years of work. <laughs> like you're setting me back time. So now, there's other art forms of music out there. Classical music hasn't taken a step back. They ain't just churning out the same garbage. Carl Jenkins switches it up every year. Like I listen to classical music almost, almost exclusively some months. And they're not they're not taking a step back. Cowboy, look at look at country music. This little Nas guy, the cowboy, I guarantee you people that like country music hate little Nas. Oh, they tried to get him kicked off the charts. Real talk! Because they know this is not no organic song. This is garbage. You put you put bass behind a classic and now you're turning it out, bro. Like, Trance did the same thing to make money. They put they put their little their little acid kind of beat behind classical music. Now Drake is putting this little his little bass behind it and churning out simple bars. So now the music is 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 like how can I explain? Yeah, like if you listen to Illmatic, yeah, you have to be of a certain kind of like person to listen to Illmatic. I don't believe suburban kids can listen to Illmatic and fully understand it, and fully immerse themselves in that album. But right, let me tell you what: when Nas struggles is He's pretty bad at picking beats. Yeah. No, fully. The first two of his albums, first three of the albums, beats were crazy. Yeah, but you had the original producers on there. Like, DJ Premium. Listen, Premium, uh, Premier is always going to be turning out bangers. But then it it got to the point where every third song was sounding the same. Yeah, but if you listen to any producer, that's the pattern they had back then. Timberland. No, I mean with Nas specifically. So you remember he dropped a track not um, not long ago. What am I talking about? He dropped a track called Hip Hop Is Dead. Yeah, whack. You know that's just these things sped up. Yeah, whack. Yeah, like, you can't do that. that. You sold me the same song twice, brother. You can't do that. Nas is done, bro. Like Nas is rich. He ain't got nothing else to talk about. Talk. He don't talk about his divorce. Like Eminem as well. What's Eminem doing? I listen. You know, bro. Yo, don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. His last album is fire. Woohoo! No, it's not. Now, let me what, tell murder? You. What, no, the last right. one? It's music right. to be murdered by. What, music right. to be murdered by? Right. No. 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 Ma- bruv, Marshall Mavis, he's got worse every year. Music to be murdered by. It's absolutely fire. He ain't got nothing else what? to talk about. That, 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 that is fire song he does. Hey, all right, bro. You did that already. Rap God. What, Godzilla? Yeah, he did that already. He's done that bare times. You're accommodating, yeah, with with a young man. I told you that already, bruv. None anyway, of if you had to make thing. if you had to make a ten track ten tracks out of Eminem's best songs, none of the murder tracks ever get on it. Bro, yes, I understand. Eminem don't need to do it anymore, bro. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. That's why you shouldn't. Because right, so get out the league, then. Slim bro, it's hard, bro. How can you tell me to get out the league when you got people? Right, if you saw, right, let's see, right. Let's say I like that you're you, you've turned you, you're turning forty years old, yeah, and you see guys still bowling in the league. Are you gonna get out of the league just because of your age? 
No, it's not just because your age. You said he's got nothing to talk about no more. Fuck Come out, bro. Yeah, no, bro this guy no in there is in the no Some people are just living up. Some people are in the league on reputation, and I'll tell you now who did it. And as much as I love him, yeah, Mike Martin did it for two seasons. Yeah, he stayed in the league based on reputation, bro. Yeah, I agree. I that's agree. It. He stayed on based on reputation. Couldn't do half the things he could do, and that's because of his injuries and stuff like that. But he stayed in the league based on reputation. But you're agreeing he should have been out. He should have been out. He knows he should have been out. <laughs> I listen to this. I, bro, I will always... If Eminem release the album tomorrow, I'm going to listen to it. But I listened to this album, I was like, this is whack. Like, like Ice Cube don't make albums anymore, bruv. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Like Eminem's from a different. He's from like like Eminem can't talk about murdering his wife no more. We're bored. He can't talk about kidnapping his daughter. He can't talk about divorce, bro. Like he can't couldn't talk about his crazy mum. He can't talk about his dad not wanting him. He can't talk. There's nothing he can talk about. He tried to do that Machine Gun Kelly thing. Machine Gun Kelly washed him. So no, he did. didn't. How dare yes, you? He washed him. Washed him. Zipped him up. Oh my days. Right. No. Greg, pole. Greg, pole it. Yeah, as well as you're polling the clash, you pull in Machine Gun getting Eminence fight. And I think he was actually quite exceptional family ties with Fat Joe as well. So, just saying. Pole it, fam. Eminem lost that. And it caused him a, oh, it caused him a lot of issues. It caused him a lot of problems. Down the, All down I know the about the Eminem Machine Gun Kelly thing is, right, there's this guy on YouTube called No Life Shack. And... I know he's super biased in favor of Eminem, but he's funny the way he reviews these things, man. Like, he's got Ja Rule literally like a Ja Rule thing flushed down his toilet every time he's doing a review. Yeah, see, he... Yeah, but that's... Ja Rule, like, in that whole beef, Ja Rule deserves, like, everything he's dealing with now, he deserves. He took he it too far. Ja Rule oh, took it too far. No, oh, Eminem... No, 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 but... 50 Cent has now gone on this emerge where he's absolutely publicly embarrassing him. How could you buy out all the tickets in his concert, bro? Bro, I, I, I laughed to death, bro. But John bro, listen, cool listen, 50 that. Cent is the guy who said, once we start beefing, it's for life. Yeah, bro, and I love that. I love that energy. I love that. He's, he's a champion grudge holder, bro. I want to get to the grudge holder level he is. I want to get to his level. Like, if I could get to that <laughs> grudge holder level, bro, of painless, I'd be so happy want- with my life. Nah, listen, Ja Rule, I'll listen to Ja Rule's music forever. I love Ja Rule tracks, but he deserves oh, armor, bro. I can't listen. What I, I've not heard a Ja Rule track in a minute. I'll skip it quickly, bro. Ja Rule is dead, bro. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. As long as you've got that same energy for R. Kelly, then we're cool. Oh, no, bro, R. Kelly. Oh, R. Kelly. Oh, Kelly's been dead to me. Oh, Kelly's been dead. I can't even, bruv, I can't even watch Harvey Weinstein movies, bruv. I cancel, bruv, you don't understand something about me. I cancel people, bruv. I cancel bro, them. Like, I get I mad at can- This is how bad it was. I was at Harris Tournament this past uh, December, yeah? Uh, Mike Schaaf started playing a track that I knew had R. Kelly on it. I had to go and put I was like, nah, turn it off. Yeah, bruv. Kanye West. I haven't listened, I haven't heard a Kanye West song, yeah? In years. Oh shit, you cancelled, yay? He's gone, bruv. He's gone. He's been, he's been gone. I haven't listened to I haven't listened to one. I, I, and I'm not going to go backwards and listen to that because he tricked man, bruv. He what? tricked man. I'm not going to go backwards and listen to... I'm not going to go backwards and listen to Flashing Lights and 
and college dropout and all I'm not doing it to myself, bro. Because he tell you the me. one Kanye West song you will always get me with. I'll listen to this every time. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Nah, I'm not listening to that no more, bro. I'm not doing that. You put your arm around Trump. You already you told me what you're trying. You told me what you're saying. It's all right. You said slavery was a choice. You told me what you're saying. I'm not listening to anything you anything you did does ever again. Bro, I'll tell you one thing, yeah? I said to my dad for time, yeah? My dad didn't want to listen to me. I said, this guy Bill Cosby is fishy. I said to my dad for years. <laughs> my, dad loves, my dad loves these black people, yeah? That diss other black people. He loves them. Oh, black that, people. That's one part about Bill Cosby I never liked. But I, I said, inside. dad, why is this guy talking about Martin Lawrence and, and, and Eddie and, and Eddie Murphy and all these black great black people in the height of racism, yeah? Why is he jumping on them? I said to my, my dad for years, and I said, Dad, he's weird with women, you know? He's weird. I always see him in there. My dad's like, oh, Ismail, blah, blah, blah. You ain't got, you don't have a clue, blah, 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 blah. Guess Bro, what? this man was raping everybody. Listen, raping up the place, bro. I, 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 I said it for time. And now my dad is my dad is still going, oh, but what about Harvey Weinstein? I said, they're both in jail for life. Apologize now. <laughs> you know Let's talk about that. Black parents will never apologize no my dad had to he had to because me and he knows but the thing is he knows bruv he knows that i'm an educated black youth because like for him not to apologize is for him to denounce my education bruv for him to denounce my 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 intellect bruv me and him used to clash it's not real yeah i he probably gave me some dry sorry but he and he doesn't he hasn't learned from it yeah but he, he listens to kanye west religiously still my dad yeah but I said, Dad, the reason why you listen to Kanye West religiously still is because you don't like black people, bro. Oh, bro. You, oh, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't like, to put hands on you, you know? No, he's not. But I have to, bro. What, what can I say then? Like, don't apologize, oh. but deal with that. Deal with, deal with the fact that you don't like black people, bro. Like, you don't like him, bro. You don't like, this is what like I don't you. understand about Kanye. How is this the same Kanye that said George Bush does not care about black people on national I said TV, that to my dad when that happened you don't have the answers Greg you don't have the answers bruv when when he said that yeah my dad jumped left his house in Plasto we, he, I was in the house he left Plasto bruv and ran down the street bruv happy bruv bruv Mike Myers was rattled my, he bruv he was just sitting there you know, what's going on here you guys, bruv, but I'm telling you, as soon as you change, I act like you don't exist, bruv. Kanye West is dead to me. People talk to me about Yeezys. Don't, you couldn't give them to me oh, for free. Oh, ugly anyway. Bruv, Nike the, Yeezys were better. Bruv, the fact that you can replicate them so easy and you don't know which ones are fake, bruv, shows that they're trash. <laughs> what did Charlemagne call them? He says the paper mache project. Bruv, did you hear what Joe Budden was saying about them shoes, bruv? Like, he's a bit of you, cancelled. bro. Nah, Joe Bunn's a bit of you, bro. Bro, do you know who I cancelled as well? Terry Crews, bro. I cancelled this guy. I got him out of it. I got him, him out of it. You went at someone. You went at someone. Yeah, Gabriel Union. That's right. Yeah, yeah, bro, but I cancelled him when he started crying on TV because some some youth touched his balls, bro. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. You can cry after you throw that guy in the air, bro. Period. Throw him in the air. Oh, bro, you, like, see, you see how big this man is there to put him bro, under the he, jail. He cried, bro. Yes, bro, you gotta go to prison for that. 
we will write for you. Do you remember what happened to Duggan's cousin, bruv? I hear. I don't, I don't endorse writing, bruv. But when the feds, the feds didn't, the, the writers didn't start because they killed Duggan. This is what people don't understand. The writers started because the feds broke Duggan's niece's arm. That's why they stopped. That's why, that's why people started lifting TV. I'm glad you brought it up, yeah? Ask Greg why Manchester started it. Why did they start I writing? I said I why? don't know, bro. We weren't writing for nothing. Why did they start writing? I don't know why everyone else joined the team. You understand what These man, these man said, yeah, it's Corona. We're just doing it. We're just, con- we're con- it's contagious, bro. <laughs> They just Dangerous. jumped on the wave and they just jumped on it I like it was I fun. don't know. I already said I don't know where we were. These Bristol men were writing. I said Bristol. I said Bristol. Hey, you are a, having a bubble bar. What are we doing? No reason, they just jumped on it for no reason. No Solidarity, bro. I'm saying. I said to my brother. I said that to my dad. I said, bro, like you don't like black people, bro. Like it's cool, isn't it? Like. I know, I, I know you kind of man, you Lewis Farrakhan kind of used, bruv, looking down <laughs> on black people. Woo! I know you guys. I enemy of progress. Listen, en- that's what I said to him, you're enemy of progress, my guy. Because Martin Lawrence is funny. How's Farrakhan still in the paint? Bruv, how is Umar around? This Umar Johnson, bruv. I thought oh, they'd have been days. killed him. I, any man no, like that what? whose beard doesn't connect, I cannot nah, trust him. Umar Johnson, yeah, is a detriment to black people. That's why he's still alive. Louis Farrakhan has become a detriment to black people. That's why he's still prominent. He's a detriment because now they... Is, is the nation even still popping? Yeah, the nation's popping. Uh, in in Hogden, <laughs> on a Saturday. Bro, <laughs> you see them bow tie jutes, bro, in North. Bro, I used to see the bow tie jutes in, in East, bro. So... 100%. I'm telling you, them man are now a detriment to black people. Bro, I've never met not one nation brother, you know. Oh, I have, but but the, London, the, it was they were often, bro. Every Saturday, it was in Harlem, dominating. And one yeah. of the guys from Real McCoy, remember who was the guy Felix Dexter in it from Real McCoy was part of it as well. See, yeah, one one of them, one of them. But I remember, I just, I just, they're detriment to black people. Umar says things that are not even true. You go Google it. You do a quick search of Google and it don't make no sense. You're like, Umar, what are you talking about, bro? Like, what are we doing? Umar said, Umar said being gay was not an African-American institution. I said, what? What is he talking about, bro? When did... Bro, some, I one, know, in my life, I know plenty more gay black people than white people. I'll tell you that for bro, a fact. Bro, but, but when did it become a... Come, when did your sexual orientation... What, what does that got to do with your race, bro? Like, I sat there like, bro, your sexual orientation, like... You, you're putting that on your race. Look, 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 look. One of my favorite, one of my favorite singers of all time, Luther Vandross, bro. Gay. So you telling me to hold Luther Vandross in contempt over Uma? Hey, short, long, long walk in hell before I do that. Before Luther Vandross, I hold Luther Vandross up under this guy Uma. It's just man, hell no. What's Uma Johnson put? Uh, Luther Vandross has take me out. Okay, what does Uma Johnson have? Uma Johnson, he, he's a detriment to black people, bro. Right now, Louis Farrakhan, for all the amazing things he did in the height of battle, he has become a detriment to black people because he is not adjusting his he's not adjusting what he's saying. He's saying some really crazy things. And in the time when we need a a, a, a person that big and that prominent, yeah, Kanye West goes to the dark side, bro. We're talking Anakin Skywalker, bro. He dips from the bro. light, bro. 
And you know how, what's how crazy? they let anybody, let alone a black man, like how they let anybody talk the way Farrakhan talks about Jews? I'll never understand, bro. Bro, people have been killed for less. It's crazy, bro. But they, but what people are understanding now is, it's good for him to say this hateful stuff because it's a detriment to black people now for what he used to be amazing at doing, bro. In the height of police brutality and and racial stereotyping and not having black people on MTV and not having black people in, in, in TV shows that's supposed to represent society, in the height of that, he was amazing. Now, he's a detriment, bro. Damn, bro. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand these guys, man. As a matter of fact, anybody that uses religion as a hustle, fuck you. Yes, that's it. Like that's it. Like that is it. All Dude. them man, them no exceptions. All of you. This guy, I see this guy on Sky trying to cure people on TV from the corona. Did you see him, bro? With his hands, you know, yeah. oily. Yo, you are cured in the name of Jesus. I said this guy is gonna have pneumonia, bro. Listen to you, bro. Watch when they tell us that he's got the rona. Yeah, of course. That's why all these men are in Regent's Park acting like pricks, bro. They think they're cured, bro. Oh Lord Jesus! They go, they go, and that, they should have just gone to Bay Station and cooled at night, going that far down the sky, <laughs> doing, doing, doing up rubbish. Oh yo, man, yo, Ish, hundred percent appreciate you coming on the pod, man. It's been no fun. worries, man. Absolutely yeah. wicked, man. Give him, give him your Twitters, your IGs, your OnlyFans, them all that. Listen, it's Ishmael Fontaine for everything: Instagram and Twitter. Ishmael Fontaine. Like, yeah, and as always, man, you can get at us on Twitter at themandir underscore pod. You can get at me personally, Greg. That's at Coach MGM Case. You can get at me at Development Case. Fantastic today, absolutely, man. You yeah, man, guys, it's been fun. Had a great conversation with you guys. It's you're welcome back on anytime you want, brother. Anytime, boys. Anytime. Yeah, man, that's been another week of Dem Man Day with Greg and Case for signing out. Peace to all of you, man. Enjoy. Brother, Peace. Safe.